by the fuck. <laughs> this nigga is crazy. Y'all know, right? Oh, snap. Oh, snap. I heard your boy rap about talking to butt. Normal convos, <laughs> huh? <laughs> so tell me more about yeah, this dog in your butt. Dog in your butt. Tell me more. Go ahead. Feel the father is back. Oh, snap. I heard you like to put your buddy pop in the Medium shirt. Daddy. That's him. Beat your motherfucking ass. Ding, ding, ding. Put some money up. He oh put his tongue all in your butt. He 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 put his tongue all in your booty hole. He put his tongue all in a booty hole. He put his tongue all in the booty hole. What do you first say? of all, talking about he ate it up. Talk, talk first of all, he <laughs> don't ever call me young man in Bill Cosby's voice. <laughs> ever. Oh shit, oh, man, this is how we start out. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh. Don't ever call me. Talking about he ate it up. Talking about he ate it. Talking about he ate it up. Eat, eat it, <laughs> Bloody, eat it. That's gonna be a new flavor of pudding pop. Jello booty hole, it's booty hole. It's gonna sell out real quick. Oh shit! Yo, yo, yo. Hey, normal convos pod. Mm. <laughs> hey, welcome. What up? What up? What up? Welcome, welcome. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, America. Outro music. <laughs> yep, that's all y'all get. He put his tongue all in your booty hole. Tongue in that booty. He put his tongue all in that booty hole. That's the end of the episode. All conversations that normal are not normal conversations. Anime and video games is life. Peace. Bye. We out of here. Gotcha, bitch. Shout out to my kings and queens out. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. Welcome to episode twenty three. We should do that one day. Just one week. Just do just, just do, do something. like three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they'd be Just to mad. piss people off. They would be mad. That would be hilarious. If we drop anything under an hour, these niggas is gonna not listen to us no more. But if we drop three hours, they gonna well, it's too long. Pause. Well, some of them. Some of them. A lot of people just like to listen, like while they do their job. Mm. Shout out to the people that listen to us at work. Yeah, that's pretty sad. definitely. Shout out to the people that listen at yeah, work because sure. we all definitely listen at work. Oh yeah, yeah. y'all are the real MVPs. I will get paid to listen. <laughs> y'all are definitely the real MVPs. We appreciate it for sure. Welcome to episode twenty-three of the Normal Convos Podcast. Yay! L L C for sure. Let's go ahead and throw that in there. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. I'm always rooting for us. For sure. For, us. for sure. I am your host, Brandon Brewster. Oh, I ain't said my last name in a while. Yeah, um, since like the first episode. I know, right? <laughs> I am your host, Brandon, a.k.a. the Podfather, a.k.a. Podshiesty, a.k.a. Podwave, a.k.a. the Underpotter, a.k.a. Perfect Family Man, a.k.a. The Graphic Shirt King, a.k.a. I don't know what the fuck else. Soccer Father, Perfect Family Man, so on and so forth. A.k.a. Bust Out Brewster, a.k.a. Bust Out Brewster. The whole Brewster. That was last week. You, you say, ain't nobody going to remember that. I remembered. Bust Out Brewster. Bust Out Brewster. 
bus stop bro yeah bus okay, stop, okay okay i got you aka butthole bruce too we ain't leaving that out <laughs> you try to slip right past that aka chef boy rb um new one yes. blood brewster blood brewster uh, oh okay did you, did you see the the messenger shit yes we did i know I, you did no nah, i didn't look Justine sent y'all all that shit on Messenger. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think me and Justine friends on Messenger. You don't have to. You got to go to your request. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. She sent all that embarrassing ass shit to yeah. the fucking... Oh, she sent this to... Oh, shit. Yeah, she sent everything. Oh, I'm going in there right now. <laughs> oh, I'm here with my guys, my business partners, my brothers. Um... Here with another episode. So first, we are gonna introduce my guy. Medium, shirt daddy. What's going on, people? This e. your boy E, aka she eighteen yet? Nah. <laughs> she twenty one? Nah. Listen, I'm perfect age to get the mother and the daughter. Facts. Uh, what is it? Bam, bam, diggo. Facts. Bam, bam, diggo. Bam, bam, diggo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, Justine, you the goat. Yeah, laughing you here in the background. Uh, oh, just my God. got some uh, some throwback pictures and videos <laughs> of the Podfather. Does he have on the Kango? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Ty, you looking see. at me like, what did you talk? Look at this shit, Ty. Oh yeah, Tyler has seen all those pictures. That was at our <laughs> wedding. <laughs> That was at the wedding. <laughs> so you saw this up front and personal. Yeah. Why are you on the floor? Uh, that ain't a, that ain't a Kango. That is a back. You this, wore a backwards oh, hat. Oh, the hat. This yeah. is the most important one. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> the most one. What in the fuck were you doing? Oh, that? shit. This is definitely going up on Facebook. How is that nigga, bro? Are, are, are these spikes on your hat? No, that's a Reds hat. It's, uh, that's is just he a, doing it down the way? Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, I'm, yeah, he I'm going through all of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. This will be posted on the social. Oh, I'm definitely posting this on um, oh, first shit. thing Wednesday. Oh. Wednesday. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I wanted to coincide with the pod. Look, look at this motherfucker. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. But, <laughs> sounds good. You're trying to be professional. I ain't. I ain't. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had time the other day. Yeah, I see. She had time. Thank you, Justine. <laughs> you are my new best yeah, friend. He was getting it. Oh shit. <laughs> um, I think we got the. Well, no. What 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 did we do? Bam bam dig a hole. Um, graphic shirt night. Graphic shirt night for sure. <laughs> what is he doing? What, what what do you do? What, what is this? My head is under her dress. He just her, her butt. <laughs> Bam. He got right to it. Look at the picture. Look at the picture. Oh, what shit. You think Damn, he, doing? he couldn't wait. <laughs> he couldn't wait till they got to the hotel room. Damn. He couldn't wait till the honeymoon. Shit. And he put his tongue all in her butt. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Damn, the reception. Fish it out for yourself. My, my bad, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Does Tyler not listen me. to this podcast? Help oh, me. damn. Well, he don't know what the hell he going on. He know his daddy's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hilarious. Yeah, those was all the pictures from the wedding. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I was getting busy at the wedding, though. <laughs> yeah. Um. He was doing here. the down the way. Oh. Oh, oh. shit. Oh. 
That oh. was like four or five years ago too. That wasn't even like years ago. That was recent. Oh man. Uh, oh, that's even worse. No, it's not. I like to dance. That's why it's not embarrassing. <laughs> like he said, I like to dance. I do. <laughs> you old twerking ass nigga. <laughs> Dan- dancey ass, so flexy, flexy ass, flexy ass nigga. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, that's funny. The thought of the roster nigga just cutting a rug, <laughs> and I stand by all of them pictures, nigga. That, as <laughs> you should. Hey, nigga, I'm that nigga, and that's when I was skinny too. Oh, you I think, really you, thought you I was think that nigga? You are, we won't still laugh. Oh, oh no, you fine. <laughs> oh, I'm fine with y'all laughing. Good. Justine was showing me the pictures, and I was looking at them. I was like, oh damn! Did she send you the one with uh? Uh, me and all my guys with Tyler. Nah. Oh, that was a good one. She ain't seen that she one. She said she had to mm. dig to find these. Yeah, they like at the bottom, bottom of my pictures and shit. Yeah. Um, man, yeah. that was hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Justine, for that. Jizzy boy was getting it. What? <laughs> Jizzy boy was getting it. I'm Jizzy boy Junior. That's, oh, okay. that's Jizzy boy right there. <laughs> Not a JP Junior. <laughs> like Birdman. Oh shit! Um, yeah, that's I, also, I introduce myself. That's all your introduce. Beat your motherfucking ass in some Street Fighter. Put some money up, bitch. Yo, this Bobby, aka uh, apparently Jizzy Boy Senior, um, <laughs> <laughs> aka King Petty, aka Bobby Drake, the motherfucking Ice Band. There we go. Uh, aka um, Deacon Petty Wop. <laughs> um, aka Petty White, aka right, aka um, uh, Rowdy Potty Piper, um, the Graphic Shirt God, um, damn, I think that's all. Uh, Cold Perfect Family Man. Yeah, I got sure. a few of them. I got quite a few. The Three Dripper Tears. <laughs> we <laughs> are the Three Dripper Tears. Dripper Tears. I'm done. Oh shit, I'm on the wrong soundboard. Oh, goddamn. Oh shit. Uh, I never forgot what the fuck we gonna talk about. That was funny. Um, <laughs> that was gonna take Trip of tears. Episode 23. How y'all feeling? How y'all been How y'all been doing? Douche Trey. It's, it, I swear I feel like it's been a minute. Like, I know we've recorded different days the past few weeks, but I feel like I ain't talked to y'all niggas in like three weeks. Mm. Yeah, and no, I know it ain't been three weeks. It has not been three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause we, yeah, the days done yeah. switched up. So. The schedule's yeah, off a little bit. Two days make a difference. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I was definitely sitting yesterday. I was like, damn, I ain't talked to these niggas, and I was like, oh shit, it's really only been eight days. Yeah. <laughs> like it really ain't even been that That's long. Forever. Look, Brandon misses E. I do. Yeah, my homies. This week. Yeah, this week I might, you know, I might change kick, up next week. might be kicked out to the court for the next hour or so. Yeah, I might switch up next week. You never know. Um, uh, what are we doing? We doing we weeks? Doing, uh, yeah, we can go weeks. Well, my week was good. Uh, next e week was good. Next go. Yeah, I ain't really had nothing. Nothing. This week ain't gonna be crazy though. <clears throat> Man, yeah, yeah, y'all saw my week. I ain't do shit. I picked, I had the kids. Oh yesterday. yeah, that was it. Yeah, we got um, we got tournaments this weekend. Shit, we got tournaments this weekend, and then we got tournaments in two weeks up in Columbus. Damn. Yeah, and we gotta stay at the hotel that the uh, they paying for it. No. What the <laughs> fuck? Oh, damn. One fifty a night. Kiss my ass. It's not bad. It ain't. It's at a Holiday Inn though. 
Yeah, for 150 a night. But it's in Columbus, so 150. What, what that mean? Right. It's in Columbus. So? And it's a soccer tournament you weekend. Like that's Every LA. You Everything like is more expensive on especially on sports weekends. Every they raise the prices for everything. And it's a weekend, so they already raised the prices on weekends. Okay. So yeah. Boo Boo. Yeah, it is what it is. Boo. Boo. Um, Does Columbus have a professional sports team? No. They just got Ohio State. Oh, what's you? Oh yeah, they got the Columbus crew. Do they? Oh yeah, they do. The soccer team, yeah. Yeah, that's professional. Soccer. That's the only one though. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> we need one of those. <laughs> one of the buzzers. Yeah, we need a buzzer drop. <laughs> oh the shit! Drops. I, I sent them. Uh, I did. I'm sorry. I love you. Um, Whoa! I can't love my brother. <clears throat> nah, it, it, it was the. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was the way you said it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said it like I was saying it to my wife. It, it, right. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely was. Yeah. That's exactly how I tell her I'm sorry too. Yeah. Sorry. About <laughs> sorry. I love you. Sorry. Whatever. <laughs> so I escape accountability. <laughs> oh shit! Gotta take accountability. Sorry. I love you. Yeah. Pretty much. That's <laughs> just like a, a um, default message. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry. I love you. Yeah. It just comes default in every man. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> preloaded, pre-installed. Yeah, that's the <laughs> first thing you pause. learn every fucking time. <laughs> I, got, I caught that. <laughs> preloaded, preloaded. <laughs> yeah, oh it's your shit! Fault. Have we missed any? Uh, real quick before we get to, have we missed any? Um, have we missed any? Uh, rest in pieces in the past couple weeks. I hope not. Uh, shit. <laughs> You never know. People drop like flies, man. Oh yeah, I mean like notable people. Damn. So I mean, not notable people. Not disrespectfully. Nah, nah, you nah. All you unnotable people. Fuck you. Fuck you. Pretty much. (laughs) Oh, you don't matter. Oh, you you died and you weren't famous. Oh, (laughs) sorry, buddy. Sorry, man. Moving on. Y'all try to make me sound like I'm an asshole. <laughs> See, you made yourself sound like you're an asshole. Yeah. You did it. Uh, I'm only talking about notable people. Yeah, just, just notable people only. See? Right. It's that bullshit. I thought we was better than that, man. We not. Sorry, love you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Got him. Shot fired. Shot fired. That's a good one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> oh, man, I quit. Oh, shit. What are we talking about, man? Um... I don't know. Y'all want to make a call? Since we finally got our call feature set up. Okay, who we calling? Hey, let's make a call. We gonna call who was supposed to be on our fucking podcast today. Oh, okay. She was on some bullshit. Oh, oh shit. She be liking to work and shit, so we gonna call. She her. be liking to work. Yeah, see if we can get her on the phone. How you gonna? How you gonna down her for liking to get money? I don't know. Or is it just she just liked to work? It ain't the money. She just liked working. Sure. Hold on, I'm about to turn you off for a minute. E. Oh. Put you on four. Huh? Hello? Hello? This is Brandon calling from the Normal Convos pod. Mm. <laughs> Take it out. Put it in four. Uh, <laughs> Pause. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we are live on air. How are oh. you doing today? Hello. I'm doing fine. How mama be? What's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, we chilling right now, talking, talking shit, clowning. 
what y'all talking about? You. <laughs> Actually, oh. we was talking about you because I said you were supposed to be here today. Oh. Yeah, he just threw you under the bus. Yeah, he called no. you a re nigga. <laughs> no, pop, no, no pun intended. <laughs> oh no, Brandon. Yes, ma'am. That's just awful. I love you though. Sorry, I love you. <laughs> Sorry, I love you. <laughs> hey, Mama B. Hey, Brandon yeah. said he never knew what Sarah's smile was until he watched the Boondocks. So, um, you 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 wasn't playing that song in the house. He ain't never heard Sarah's smile before. Then you ain't playing in the house. I played it. Brandon probably didn't pay it any attention. Yeah, I, I knew it. I knew he was lying. It's because Brandon was sitting in the house. Yeah. I was in my room or outside somewhere. And they was trying to act like that was old people music. So, you know, they weren't trying to hear no Sarah smile. Mm. It yeah. was old people music back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But what is it now since you're listening to it? Ooh, shit. <laughs> it's still old people music with my. It's still old people music when, when the kids be uh, when the kids be talking. Mm. <clears throat> Hold on, let me see if. Yo. Can you pick up E? Try it again. Yo. I don't hear E. I don't know why okay. they ain't picking up. I don't know. Look, she's trying to throw us off the phone. <laughs> what you doing, Ma? Oh. <laughs> Laying in the bed. Oh. Oh, you ain't at work? Brandon said you was at work. No, I told you. Huh? No, she went to work last night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, today's my normal off day, but I ain't get off till 1130. I actually just woke up a little while ago. Oh, yeah, so you wouldn't have made her here on time anyway. She just didn't want to kick us to it. She didn't want to kick it with us today. You ain't got to lie, Mama B. You ain't want to kick it with us today. It's cool. We still love you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, love you. (laughs) That's funny. Not true. So, uh, we'll go ahead and make make Everett uncomfortable real quick. Oh, damn. (laughs) Y'all might have to share Mike's pause. Um, All right. We can't hear you on that one, E. All right. Um, so, I don't know if I ever told Everett yet, but you, <laughs> Everett, my mother likes you on the podcast more than she likes me. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. You know I love your mom. <laughs> <laughs> See, we gonna have to fight now. <laughs> Damn. Right. <laughs> it was like episode. Please like, don't say that because. Br- they be trying to fight anybody that act like they might like me. So please don't say that. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, E. <laughs> e done turned into mellow moods. That's all good. <laughs> you know I love your mom, bro. Oh, I'm, I'm back in the see, Nah, it was like <laughs> it was like episode two or three, and we was talking, and she was like, "I really like Everett. He really sticks to what the fuck he he feels, and he ain't you know compromising for nobody." Yeah. I was like, yeah, how you, you know, how you feel about me? <laughs> oh, you all right. You said music. You, you <laughs> said music. <laughs> I really like Everett. Said music. No, I'm playing. <laughs> no, nah, I love Mama B. I ain't going to do her like that. But no, nah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I guess I'll let you tell it, Ma. Like, oh, Yeah, Everett. Ma, yeah, Mama B. Tell us why you like E other uh, more than the rest um, of us. No, that's not true. I just like the fact, I actually I like all of y'all. Y'all have different points of views. But Everett, 
he thinks he doesn't think the same way that everybody does with society. And when you don't go along with what society thinks you should think or say or do, then people are real quick to jump on you like that. And everybody be like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you ain't got to like it. This is how I stand. You can like it or not. Those are only two choices you have. Yeah. that That's the type of attitude Thanks. you can take when you don't need people. <laughs> like I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a good. It, it's good to have that kind of attitude when um, just what's going on in your life. Because as you get older, you start to care less about what people think, definitely, and what you should do, even if it's not what society considers norm. Plus, he done call women on some stuff that I had to apologize for. Wait, what? Yeah, some things he, he said about, you know, us women and how we get treated and stuff. I had to be like, oh, I ain't like it, but it was true. A, a woman apologizing yeah. and taking the accountabilities? So the, first, <laughs> the, first like the first time she brought it to me was um, the um, the tire changing. I think you said you was at yeah. a you was at a, a gas station or something. And a girl asked you to change to help change her tire. And you said yeah. no. Yeah, no. So she uh-huh. she told me a story about she she was trying to get a guy to put air in her tire, and he said no, <laughs> and she felt some type of way about it. Yeah. Did you cuss him yeah, out, Mama B? I called that man. Every, yeah, I called that man everything but a child of God because he ain't put no air in my tire. God damn. <laughs> but why? But why, Miss B? Why did you? <laughs> Because I felt like I was a woman, and I asked, he should have. Oh, Ooh. oh. That was a, that was really the only reason. Gotcha. I had no reason. I've been putting air in my tires since I've been having a car. But because, like you, because as I don't like the idea that you know every call us. What do you call us, babies with boobs? Child, child, child. children with breasts. Yeah. Okay. y'all are children with yeah. breasts. <laughs> Bro, how you gonna call Brandon Mama that, bro? <laughs> but we are. Oh, oh that, well, if she like, agree with it. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. Women probably ain't gonna like this, but I'm older, so I ain't really caring about, you know, whether they like it or not. But it's right, really the truth. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> you it's know? Cool. Y'all need our guidance. Y'all need our guidance. <laughs> I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> we we gotta be y'all daddy. We, we <laughs> children and I mean right. that in, in the most respectful way. We we we, we have to kind of you know ease you down that path. Yeah, gotta you know get y'all a little push. And, yeah. So Everett, what's up? Seeing as you just said, you know we gotta be their daddy. Yeah. And all that is it? Yeah. Did, in turn, does that mean that it's on us to do better, and it's on us to um, the reason why they are the way they are, aka children with be- breasts? We've definitely enabled them. We definitely enabled them. Mm. Because let me ask you a question: That man did not put air in your tire. What happened? I got out and put air in my tire. There you go. And how did you feel after that? <laughs> well, I mean, I was mad because he didn't do it. But I mean, I, I wasn't gonna ride around with a flat, so. <laughs> Yeah. I had to put air in my tire. Had to make it happen. But you learned a lesson, didn't you? 
I did. Yeah, good girl. Good girl. <laughs> hey, nigga, you ain't going to keep talking to my mama like this. Every quick touch be on my head. You imagined it, didn't you? Look, we all saw it. You are not going to keep talking to my mama like this, nigga. I mean it respectfully. <laughs> hey, yeah, Brandon, we're going to jump in. He ain't going to keep disrespecting mama be like Fuck that. Fuck out of here. After fire. I'm just getting information. She learned the lesson. Talking about some good girl. I'm going to fight I this mean, nigga, mom. Wait, I'm going to jump him. <laughs> He getting fired after this episode. Don't worry, Mama B. He fired. Look, I'm just look. Maybe I could take effort different because of the age I am. You know, some of these young girls. Whoo, oh, you Lord can't tell Jesus. them shit. And they don't want to do nothing at all. You can't. You can't not want to do nothing and have a man that's gonna do everything. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's, you got to do something like. And I think it's, I don't know if it's the way these younger girls are being raised or they really believe what they see on TV and hearing this music. Instagram. But, yeah, all of that, like, you can't think that you're going to be with somebody and they do everything and you get everything you want, but you don't have to put nothing out. You don't have to do nothing. That's not how it works exactly you you must I mean, offer some return value for which you are asking if you say yes. you want this what is that you provide in exchange you can't just exactly. take 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 that's what they want to do take 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 really like i yeah. think really all ever is asking for is equivalent exchange i mean i don't think that's really too yeah. um, that's that's, uh, that's it. not an unreasonable request that is it but that's also um that's also one of those things that come with age like when at least in my mind when women are younger they're not taught to reciprocate what they get from men they're just taught get a man, find a man, marry a man, give a man kids, but they're not taught to reciprocate the the safety, the protection, the the financial, you know, s- security that they get. Like as men, we're always taught to take care of our woman, take care of our woman, take care yep, of our yep, woman. Yep, yep, yep. But to piggyback off that point, we're are, we aren't um, taught to. Uh, what to expect from a woman neither we're just talking no. like give 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 yeah. provide provide right. provide yep. and like we're not right. that's all we're taught nobody's telling us like what we're supposed to be getting in return or like what they're supposed to be bringing to the table or anything like that it's just all on us like right. we, we just get taught that we got to do everything and provide everything yeah so yeah so nobody yeah. knows that's why i asked like way back like what are they supposed to do for us like if so, Mama, in your in your expert opinion, what would you uh-huh. say is one thing that these younger women could do for men that isn't that's outside of the norm of how women are taught now? It's a good question. Cook a damn meal. <sighs> that's easy though. That's that that ain't that ain't that ain't really outside of the norm. Cause you live so so. Nowadays it is. Because women nowadays, I don't heard these young girls talking about what they ain't gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and cooking a meal that seems like that's not like you you know that Brandon because of the way that I was when y'all were growing up. 
you didn't know what it was. You didn't know what it was to not come home and not have no food. And I worked full time. This is true. Round of applause for yeah, that. Yeah, I was had. We, we, we ain't gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, I always had a hot meal on the table. <clears throat> for sure. So my thing is, if you got More a man that's going to work, mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a man that's going to work, he's gonna take care of the bills. He's gonna protect you. He's gonna be there for you. If he asks you for a meal, is that a lot? If he asks you to keep a clean house, is that a lot? Man. Like you want these old-fashioned values, but then you want to act like Cardi B. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, you want. They, but they then Cardi B can't even keep her man. So is that really working Damn. for her? Ooh, mm. shot fired! Shot fired! <laughs> I like that. Same. Yeah, they, they. I'm just saying. They want a man with traditional values, but don't want to be traditional themselves. Right. They want yeah. to be modern. And you. Yeah, you you can't be modern and, and then not be traditional. Right. It, it don't right. work that way. Yeah, because the, the two gonna clash. Because if I be if I be modern too, no, yeah. I'm not gonna change your tire. I'm not gonna pay your bills. Exactly. I, I'm not gonna give me your problem. I can exactly. cook my own if food. If one is traditional and house. one is modern, then neither or neither of y'all gonna be on the same page ever. It's not because y'all values um differ. Right. So y'all never gonna be on the same page. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, and I think some of it comes from making it making it clear what you want from somebody. I think a lot of times men are more clear in what they want from women, and women aren't as clear as to what they're willing to give. Yeah, Tiffany just said that um, a couple yeah. episodes ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Men tell you exactly what they want. Yeah, we, we're not we're not real hard. We're very simple. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're we're very I mean. Simple. The, the the term dog for men has gone around as a negative connotation for a while, but really we are. Uh-huh. We're very simple, and we're going to tell you exactly yeah. what we want when we want it, and uh-huh. it, it's going to be that simple. It's not really any workaround. It's not an ulterior motive. It's not, you know, we don't have that. We don't have that back door on all of our requests and conversations. Because most of us are like, why wait? Why beat around the bush when we can get this out of the way now and then be on to the next thing? Right. Yeah. I think a lot of times uh, women are more afraid to communicate than men. I think. And wh- why do you, do you think, think it's an afraid thing or do you think it's that they weren't taught? I think it's more of a afraid thing. I think we all, in some kind of way, are taught to express how we feel, but because you don't want to lose somebody, especially a man, and it's just from my point of view, uh, I don't really want to rock the boat, or I don't want to say something that's going to make him not like me, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, a lot of times we'd be a little more afraid of actually speaking exactly what we want and how we want it, where men will do it. And a lot of times women will be like, okay, you know, I ain't really feeling that, but, you know, we know what you want. You know, I always express ourselves like that. And we... Yeah, and then it, and then it turns into women. y'all building up y'all anger or y'all resentment, and then there's just yeah. one big-ass blow-up. Four months later, it's like you could have talked to me about that 
when it happened and we could have worked through it yeah but by that time they've already they've already checked out of the relationship yeah yeah but that's one of the and i've said it before and i've said it to people in private i've said it in public that's one of the main things that i learned when we went to um marriage counseling because we had to do marriage counseling before we Mm -hmm. got before our pastor would marry us so one of the first things he said is deal with shit when it's small if you have Mm -hmm. a disagreement with what something somebody said or somebody did or whatever deal with it when it's small because in normal relationships it's always that either the man's holding back and he blows up three four months later or the woman's holding back and she blows up three or four months later and that's something that's it's a constant you know job to do because especially with you know my mom can attest to this my wife is introverted she's not very out she's not very outgoing as far as talking to people and all that type of stuff and i'm usually the one that's usually more hyper i worked the room y'all were here at fourth of july i was talking to everybody yeah so our relationship kind of works like that where she'll be mad about something but if it doesn't make her mad enough or it doesn't upset her enough she won't right then and there say something about it Mm, now where our um where our marriage counseling comes in is it doesn't sit with her as long as it used to it used to be those you know two three four four five weeks later remember uh back on july such and such this happened or that happened i'm like no i'm not even thinking about that i thought we was past that because a man's first thing is i tried to address you about that you said you was over you ain't want to talk about it no more so in a man's mind we take it as okay it's over with moving on yeah it's over with we moving on and women will kind of hold on to that and they're not over it so by the time they blow up we look like we don't care because we thought that we decided we were over it But yeah, it, it 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 works better now. Where you know when when we had those little arguments, it's like okay, it might be a day or two of us, you know, ignoring it, and then once we both calm down, we come back and like, hey, look, blah 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 blah, and we work through it. But that's not taught. Yeah. Like people, people always talk about marriage counseling. No one talks about relationship counseling. Because men and women are not taught how to converse with each other. We're not taught that from an early age. We're not taught that once we start dating. Like, you don't even really hear about communication with the opposite sex. Unless it's about running game. Or how to tell a man no that you don't want it. Or how to, you know what I'm saying? Like that type of stuff. But it's never real life communication. Most of the time when you get in a relationship with somebody, you really don't know that much about them. Because you yeah. haven't had the conversations to know anything about them. Like, I know your favorite color. I know what you like to eat. I know your favorite music. Do you know how she was raised? Do you know how close her and her family are? Do you know what her values are? Do you know how she plans to raise kids? Do you know if she wants to have kids? Do you know her thoughts on marriage? Do you know, you know, what what's her what's her template for marriage? Because a lot of people templates come from the older generations. 
And if you know, if you don't know that many people that are married, yeah, yeah, because I mean, nobody really, <laughs> nobody's really staying married anymore. Nope. <laughs> but is marriage, but is marriage really important to being in a committed relationship? Does it always have to end the marriage? Me personally, I feel like it would depend on the values of that couple. Um, my mind says no, because again, you can attest to this. You know me and Justine. If me and Justine didn't have that piece of paper that said we were married, nothing would be different in our mm -hmm. life. Right. Like that would still be the love yeah. of my life. She would still be the mother of my kids. Aww. I would still do what I do. She would still do what she does. Aww. <laughs> oh, he's a sweet man. But so Everett Yes. Everett, if you was with somebody and y'all was in a long term relationship, would it have to lead to marriage for you to feel like you could still be with that person, you know, for the the forever is a long time so but just still be for that. Um Ideally, <laughs> ideally, strictly from an idealistically, yes. But because okay. of the way things are, like, okay, yeah, I like the traditional, you know. I feel like in order to raise kids, that is the best way to raise them. <clears throat> A two-parent household. Yeah. Two-parent household. Yeah. Um, y'all on the same uh same page. Uh y'all know how y'all want to raise the kids, what to instill in them what things they'll learn from the father, what things they'll love from the mother. I think that's the best way to rear and raise children. But in this day and age, it's I'm very skeptical on it now. Like, very. Almost to where, like, I don't think it's happening for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, and, and I'm okay with it. I am more than fine with it. Um, uh -huh. And then I wait, think the way... Yeah. The way that the laws are now, I just don't know if it's worth even taking that risk to say. Like, because it's like, why do I need, like, outside of children, I would see no reason for it. It's like, we could just date and we just date forever. And so, do you think, do you think, uh, Children would be one of the only reasons that you would get married. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. Bobby, where where you stand on that question? I'm sorry. That's the only way I would. Okay. My bad. What was the question again? I was listening to y'all. <laughs> you wasn't listening. No, I, said I was listening to y'all, but I forgot the question. <laughs> uh, shit. That's good. What was that question, Ma? Um, does uh, does a relation a long term relationship have to end in marriage? Um, yeah, I, well, me for me personally, it do, it doesn't have to because um, mm -hmm. I, I, I've said before that um, that piece of paper and the ring and the party don't change nothing. It's like your your everyday all it changes is you know tax benefits. Like now, now you now mm -hmm. you're a corporation. That, and that's them all. Benefits that, really ain't that good. Exactly. You you you're a business now. Like that right. piece of paper and that ring and that party doesn't change the way I feel about you. It doesn't change our everyday life. It it just hey world we're 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 married we're official. I mean we, 
we still together like with or without that paper so i don't think it has to but <clears throat> so me. A, a, a quick question i got for all three of y'all really um would you consider doing like um I forget what the technical term is for them, but they've gotten real popular in like the last five years like or so. Like a life partnership thing? I yeah. Think yeah. Something like a life partnership party um, where it's all of the elements of a wedding, except it's not the traditional white dress tuxedo thing. It's more of a casual if you want. It's really whatever you want to do for your ceremony, but it's basically like uh, how to, how people renew their vows. Where it's like every five, ten year thing, but it's like one huge, gigantic everything but the signing of paperwork saying that we're married. Do you think that you would do that? Also a re- address a reception. Pretty much. Well, they they would yeah, still do. It I would mean, still be. It would still like at least from my understanding. Is it still like you do the ceremony? Where you, uh-huh. you know, exchange you vows, you do everything. They like some of the, you know, within the past couple of years, they exchange rings and, you know, like promise rings, that type of stuff. And they still be diamonds and all of that stuff. It just doesn't come with the word marriage. And they don't have like to file with the state and sign all the paperwork and change of them, changing of the names and all of that stuff. But it's the same thing, except so, without the wedding part of it. Without the, without the legal document. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a waste of time. Mm. We can do all of that and make that kind of commitment without. What What would be the purpose of having a fake wedding if you're not gonna have a real wedding? Just for the party. But then just have a party and celebrate y'all unity. Yeah. I mean. To me, I mean that. I think that's. I think that's how people get around. It's a gray area because we're acting like we're getting married, but most people there don't know that we don't actually have a legal document that's making us legally married. So why would I need to do that if I'm with you and I know what our relationship is? Why I got to prove to somebody else that we won? But that's just me. Um, I, I, I don't. Um, I, I don't think it's necessary either. I mean, I think if I think if you're gonna do all that, you might as well just have the. Um, just get married. Yeah, you, yeah. You might as well just have the legal yeah. documentation for it. Like cause that's that's yeah. really what you're doing anyway. It's like. It's like a party for no reason. I I, I agree with, with what you said. You might it's just a party for no reason. You might as well just get married. So I like the idea of it. <clears throat> it's like, hey, babe, I'm not getting the state of my business, but we could do this little little party for you and your friends. <laughs> yeah, you know, to make you feel better. Just a little party. Yeah, make you feel better. Like, hey, we did something. Damn, fine. You just did it to appease her feelings. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> a wedding is for women, really. Oh, it we definitely is. The, the wedding is for the women. The yeah. honeymoon is for the dudes. Eh. I mean, if, if you ain't already be, hit, I mean, I'm sorry. If you haven't already Bro. consummated or been already there. My mama know how foul my mouth is. Oh. <laughs> <I'll... laughs> oh, okay. Well, if you already been having sex, it's just 
the same old I guess you just refurbish it and repackage it. Refurbish it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you pack it up, put it in a white dress and hey, here's what you've already gotten. Got some refurbished pussy. <laughs> refurbished, repackaged, recondition vagina. Here you go. It's not even refurbished. Yeah. yeah. That, that you just repaid for. <laughs> there you go. You pay for this repackaging the rest of your life. Oh shit! What'd you say, Mom? I wonder if I can use that. No, I wonder if I can use that. If I can tell a guy, "Hey, I'm refurbished." <laughs> <laughs> that could work. That might work because you know some of these niggas is crazy. I might. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try that. I'm like, oh, I'm refurbished. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, I would respect that. Oh shit! I'm just saying. So, I'm, so, I'm so ma, I got I got one more for you before we let you go. Um, okay. So remember, a couple weeks ago we were talking about like uh, the dating apps and stuff. How, yeah. How do you feel about these new dating apps? Especially coming um, from especially coming from your era. Um, it takes, well, it makes it hard for people my age because I'm used to talking to people and having that one-on-one. Yeah. Um, I don't like it because I think most of them are just hookup sites and it she takes away from, huh? I said she ain't lying. <laughs> they are, they, they hookup sites, but go ahead, I ain't mean to interrupt you. They hookup sites and then... Um, a man doesn't have to put in a, as much effort as to getting a woman's attention because you can talk to 10 different women at one time and tell them all the same thing. Yeah. And not really have to do it. You don't have to meet them. You don't have to see them. You don't have to, you know, you can just say the same thing to 10 different women at one time and not really have to put any effort into getting to really know somebody. Like, it kind of works because... As a man, it's a lot to try to date and get to know women because, you know, we babies with titties, so. (laughs) 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 Goddamn. I'm just saying. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all do need to put that on there. That's funny. But um, I, I... yeah, I just think it takes away from really getting to know people one on one. I do. It's too impersonal. Yeah. So, have you had any uh, <laughs> any success on any of these dating sites? No. And trying to find me a stepdaddy. <laughs> I've been working on. Wow. It, but Damn. I- Wow, I'm trying to find me a stepdaddy is nuts. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> so you in your mid thirties. <laughs> I'm still in my early thirties. You know. Yeah, okay. Next Brandon year I'm gonna start ain't really with the you know. He ain't really with the, me finding him a stepdaddy, but no, I have because it's um You did thirty three years I'm without one. I'm I'm pretty cool. <laughs> You're pretty cool, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't need a stepdaddy, but you know, <laughs> if my mama got a husband, I'd be cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what? my mama's husband. <laughs> Damn. Nah, that's, that's your daddy. Yeah, my grandkids. Damn. My grandkids need a step granddaddy. Yeah. They do. Trying to work something out. They here. don't, but that's all right. <laughs> step granddaddy. I know. 
That's disgusting. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> step That's my step grandpa's. <laughs> <Just. Yeah. laughs> That's funny as hell. Who that old ass man with the silver hair? That's my step granddaddy. <laughs> That's the, it. The one with the Ferrari. <laughs> with no hair though. I'm done. <laughs> I'm just trying to work it out for my family. Hey, just work it out for you. Shit. Yeah, for real, for real. We Gucci. Yeah, I'm trying that, but you know, I don't know. It, I always, I, I, I always say it might it's them, but I think it's a lot of me. I have a question, Miss <laughs> B. What, what? At this point, are you open to getting married? Mm. No. Ooh. Gotcha. Why not? No. <laughs> Like, you know, you get on one of these apps, find a nice man, Mr. You know, Mr. Charles or whatever. He y'all date and he propose. Well, you would talk about it beforehand, obviously. But you so you're not open to the idea of it. No, at this age, I don't see the point of me getting married. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Years ago, I wanted to be married. I mean, when I was up until the last. I would say up until maybe the last five years, I still wanted to be married. But then after um, seeing what's out there and really getting comfortable with being single and the way that my life is, there's really no benefit to me being married to somebody. Like I would like to have, I would like to be in a committed relationship. Okay. Um, I don't know if, I would want to live with somebody because I've been living by myself for the last 11 years. So I'm not even sure I would want to live with somebody, but I would like to be in a committed one-on-one relationship. But y'all, but y'all live apart. Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah. I'm with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, I'm too set in my ways now. I know I am. And um, I'm not the, I'm not. I'm. I, I know. I'm not gonna be wanting to compromise or none of that. I'm not. I, I ain't gonna want to hear your story when I get off of work. I'm not gonna care about how your day went. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You sound like a man. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was just about to say that. You sound like. <laughs> sound like that's how I be like feeling. Like we, yeah. <laughs> sound like a man. <laughs> like, I just how's your day though. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I done got that in my way. And I done got comfortable, and I done got comfortable with being single. So I'm not saying that won't change, but right now that sounds like a lot to do to have somebody in my life. Especially when you can be in my life and we not have that and still be cool with each other. Yeah. We don't need to live together. We don't need to be up under each other. Like, that really, like, even... Even for me, like, being married now, like, me and Justine have, you know, like, joked around and all that shit. Like, what would happen if we ever got divorced type shit? And we both kind of came to the same conclusion. Like, I'm not getting married again. Like, I feel like, even for me now, being happily married, I feel like marriage is a very, a very young notion. Like, the idea of marriage... Like, that kind of fades mm-hmm. after 30, maybe 35. But, like, once you get in a relationship and you start realizing what marriage is, 
it's nothing but a relationship with paperwork. Yeah. Like it's the it's the exact same relationship except now if we break up, we got to tell the government that we broke up. And I owe you money now. Yeah, now I owe you money. Now I owe you, <laughs> you know, you know. For worst case scenario, if me and Justine was to ever leave, she gets half a normal convo spot, or she at least gets half of what I own. She gets the house. She gets half of whatever I got in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Then we got to fight over the kids and all of that shit. Like, if we were just boyfriend, girlfriend. None of this would have never happened. Yeah. You can go and I can go. And it's whatever. Like. But you have to think that you got married at a young age. So, if if you've never been married. And that was for me. I've never had. I've never been married. So, I always wanted to be married. So even in you and Justine's case, both of y'all were so young. But when you're young and not married and want that and don't get it, it's almost that nagging, like, the one thing I want, I can't have. Like an itch you can't never scratch. Yes. But then when you get to the point where you, you have to get to the point to where my life is not based on whether or not I have a husband or a wife, then your mindset changes. Yeah. Because you really don't yeah, real you you really don't you really don't realize that until you get to a point to where it's like I'm doing pretty good without a wife or a husband. Facts. So mm-hmm. a wife or a husband wouldn't do nothing but add another person to my life (laughs) like it really wouldn't like the value would be strictly in companionship yeah Yeah. it wouldn't be anything other than that that's why i think it's such a young a young person's thing because if you don't like if you're getting married in your 40s and 50s you know you can still apply people and i'm happy for you and all of that stuff but by the time you're 40 50 years old if you're still craving a marriage what have you done your entire life versus just like craving a spouse is one thing, but craving marriage, I feel like is different. But that's because society still pushes, pushes marriage. So even to be, you even to not be because people I've had guys ask me what's wrong with me as to why I'm not married. Like there's something wrong with me as to why I ain't been, I ain't got a husband. There's nothing wrong with me. Well, yeah, but Men we all we also ask we also we also ask women past a certain age that don't have kids what's wrong with them, and that's just a man thing. Because no, because society has decided that if you don't have kids and if you're not married no matter what you do in your life you haven't accomplished everything and that's just not true yeah that's how they present people that didn't have kids that's a fact and they out here having kids there's a whole lot of people that should never be married it's Mm. people that stood at the altar and done told that lie knowing they weren't gonna be faithful knowing they Mm. weren't gonna be good and they do it preach so society has made us think that we got to be married and we got to have kids and we got to. No, we don't. And once you start, that's probably some of the reason why I lean towards ever because you don't vote society. <laughs> and to stand by yourself, I mean, to stand on that, it's hard because 
society sets up everything to be a certain way, and when you go different from it, people will dog you out. Yep, yep. And they'll dog you out and don't have no problem with dogging you out. So it it took me till I got to 54 to be this confident in where I'm at in my life. Yeah, you the shit, though. So imagine being dumb and trying to figure that out. That's yeah. a lie. You the shit though. That's why. That's why I get my confidence from. That's a lie. Flies so, nigga in the world. I fly anybody that stand for what what stand for whatever it is you want, whether it's the society condones it or not. Stand for what you want, because at the end of the day, you got to live this one life you got. Yeah, you only live once. That's you only a, got one. That, that, that's an that's overused cliche saying, but you only live once. Do what you like. Do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. Yeah, yeah. And if somebody don't like it, then you know what's wrong. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck. Exactly. I was trying to be nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but you know, we we didn't have these conversations. Like we didn't. Like I didn't even yeah. got to the point now to where. You know, everybody always say, that's your mom, or that's your dad, or that's your sister, your aunt, your brother, whatever, whatever, whatever. I've got to the point in my life now to where if you're toxic to my life, you don't need to be in my life. I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, and even even in society, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we talk about my pops, not often, but everybody here knows how I feel about my pops. Uh... But they make it so much more in society. They make it so much more acceptable to disregard your pops than your mama. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. not fucking with your dad is not out of the ordinary. But as soon as somebody, like, oh, well, yeah, I don't really fuck with my mama. She was toxic. They be like, how could you not fuck with your mom? If you toxic to my life, you toxic to my life. Yeah. It don't matter who you are. Blood don't make you not toxic. Facts. Blood don't make you not toxic. Mother's ain't for mother, so, so. Yeah. Yeah. And we accept that about men. We accept that about men as a society that all men aren't good fathers. But we refuse to accept that all women aren't good mothers. And it's a whole lot of mamas out there that ain't good mothers. Yeah. There's a whole lot of women out there that, that don't even realize until they have kids that they weren't ready to have kids. Yeah. That's true. I know a good 15, 20 women that be like, man, I should have never had kids. I don't like kids. Yeah, but but now it's too late. And then they turn out to be, you know, not necessarily horrible mothers, but they're not the greatest. Nah. They, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I can I go along with that if you only have one. If you have more than one child, then you're on some bullshit. Just like these men out here that don't want to be daddies, but you got 12 kids. <laughs> when did you realize you ain't want to be a daddy? If you don't want to be a mother and you had one, then don't have no more. Right. Why you got five and six kids and be like, I don't want no kids? When did you decide you didn't want one? Yeah. Like you always have an opportunity to do something different. You know when you first had that baby and it was more than you could do, then stop. Don't keep having them and then take it out on the kids. Yeah. Like, that makes too much sense. Then it becomes a, 
then it becomes a cop-out. If you have one child and be like, I ain't really on this kid thing, I can hear it. But if you have more than one, then why you keep having them babies if you know you ain't want to take care of them? On both sides, men and women. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know. Well, you know. That's just me. I think I know everything. I ain't like y'all, but y'all say y'all don't know shit. I think I know everything. <laughs> we don't know <laughs> shit. Yes, I don't. <laughs> we I you. really don't. <laughs> we don't know shit. Right. <laughs> um, I don't either. I just, you know. I don't know. Normal like, convos like <clears throat> That was nice, Ma. I'm glad you picked up the phone. I kind of figured you would be asleep, to be honest. What? Oh, no, I ain't sleep. I don't, I don't slept that tiredness off now. Now I'm getting <laughs> ready to get up and clean up this house. See? What you making for dinner? Um, I took out some leftovers that I had in the freezer, some cabbage, and what else I got in there? Some cabbage, some chicken, and some macaroni and cheese. Yeah. I could do without yeah. the cabbage, but it's all right. Some sample. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to the, the rest of our uh, pod. Um, I just realized how long we've been on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I've been enjoying oh, it, though. We yeah, for sure. Thank you for calling. For sure. We're picking up. Thank y'all for calling me. Thank y'all for calling me. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's our pleasure. You and, uh, you, Justine, and Tiffany fighting for number one fan, so. <laughs> we been, we All I know is, I don't know if Brandon told y'all, but every Tuesday I go out. I go out Tuesday night. So Wednesday, I be needing this pie because I tell you, I be up there so tired. I be like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? But every Tuesday I go out. I still go out, even though I know I'm gonna be tired Wednesday. So I need, I, I appreciate y'all doing this podcast. Keep me going. Hey, we appreciate you listening. Oh yeah, it caught up with her a couple weeks ago. She usually like she oh, go out too. Tuesday. She be good Wednesday. She listen to us, mm. and I talk to her Wednesday night. She be tired, but she can get through her day. Mm. A couple weeks ago, <laughs> I'm on the bus and I pass her right. I pass her every Wednesday, so I ain't see her. I, don't, I call her on my on my layover. I'm like, why you ain't at work? I couldn't make it today. <laughs> so I got a little bit too drunk. <laughs> she did like half a trip and then went home. Oh damn! Dang. Yeah. So she got a she got a better tolerance back up. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was that fun. went with that. <laughs> that's funny well thank you mom really appreciate it thank you so much right well thank y'all i appreciate y'all oh, yeah, thank no y'all i'm very proud of y'all y'all thank are you. doing a great job the conversations are good i be laughing all the time sometimes y'all have me crying i be like oh my god so I do. I appreciate y'all. I can't wait for y'all to blow up. So I'm like, hey. <laughs> I told her she could be our uh, our road manager. <laughs> okay then. I got y'all. I'm y'all hype man. <laughs> hype woman. We appreciate. It. Thank you, Mama B. <laughs> 
Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. All right, Ma. Well, I'm going to send you out on some applause, and I'll call you later. All right, babe. All right. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Normal convos pod. Mm-hmm. Three. Yeah. Oh, our first official like real. Oh, yeah. I had it up because I was at I had her on phone. Man, uh, that's all good. Uh, that yeah. Our dope. first like that was dope. Our first real official like call. Right. On the new system, that worked out real good. That was dope. That was dope. That was. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, shout out to moms. I fucks with her, of course, because that's my mama. <laughs> um, I think we all fucks with Mama B. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna turn you down a little bit, Bobby. All right, cool. Um. So, I guess we go straight into why do y'all think or no? So, I sent y'all the the screenshot yesterday Mm -hmm. oh yeah so there was um (laughs) i guess there was uh some type of news article or news story or something on fox that said on average 50 percent of women have somebody in mind hold on let me let me read it word for word so it can go with our topic how it's supposed to be 50 percent of women there it is 50 percent of women have a backup partner in mind yo so we that, did, that's who admitted to it right yeah that's the ones admitted right the ones that that's half of about. women damn that's uh, fucked up so we we hinted on this at the end of the last episode every woman has an almost boyfriend so the study showed that we were right <laughs> 50% of women have an almost boyfriend. And the yeah. fucked up part about it is you wasn't even looking for it. Right. It, it, I just happened to scroll past that shit. Like, uh, I've always just believed it. I have too. Yeah, you better. Because <laughs> you, you never really, like, you you don't even really pay attention to it while you're in a relationship. But everybody knows somebody that if you say the right thing, you could be their boyfriend tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's the epitome of it as a man, and we don't never realize it. And then we get in relationships, and then we act all stupid. Like, oh, no, nah, she wouldn't. She would No, there's a nigga in the wings. That has happened to me a couple of times, and it's always oh, yeah. it's always the ones where it's like, oh, man, yeah, she'll never do that to me. I don't, trust me, I don't learn the hard way a couple of times. Like, yes, they will. Yeah, they will. Those they are the first will. ones that's going to do it to you. <laughs> exactly. The ones you never think oh, they will, yeah, yeah they oh, probably yeah. already have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's part of Women like just being a achieve. man. That's your. I think that's part of a journey of being a man is having that happen to you. Because what you learn from it, oh, you you never be able to unlearn that or man. unknow that. Like it's like riding a bike. It, it's like you coming out of that that naive naivete as they call it. Just yeah, like okay. oh, I'm the only one, and she would only be with me and only suck my dick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Like nah, sir. It mean, don't really work that way. Meanwhile, she the star of cockgobblers dot com. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, it, that's just how it is. I mean, but to their credit, I, don't know, I ain't, I ain't giving them no credit. But I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why it is. It's, it, it's a survival. Women are survivalists. 
Okay, they are going to and do good at what it. survives or, or benefits them and the offspring. You see, back in the day, a woman not have a man that meant no money, no protection, no, no nothing, no food, no provisioning whatsoever. So it's like, oh shit! Like if I lose this man, I'm asked out. So now it's like, I have to kind of keep some dude way back there. And I'm so for some of y'all guys, I'm gonna let you know this. If you don't know it, you've probably met the guy. Yeah, you probably it's always met the guy. Uh, the best, my brother. Yeah, or we've been best friends for years. Nah, the nigga's waiting for you to fuck up, my he dude. Yeah, digging her guts out. Yeah, probably has before. Time for the yeah. Vibes. Don't don't ever think you above it. Don't just don't operate like that, or just even think that that's possible. Come on. Come on now, there's billions of people on Earth, man. But uh, but for women, it, it's a it's a survival tactic. It's what they call it, monkey branching. It's yeah. it's if you've ever had a relationship with a woman end, and you wonder why there's another dude right there, real quick. This didn't just happen. This didn't just magically materialize the day after y'all broke up. Trust and believe and bet. He was already there. You just didn't know. And I can speak about that from personal experience. Man. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it's just, hey, all right, next dude gets drafted. But now, see, she'll I, be hurt for a little bit. She'll be hurt for a little bit. But that's not going to stop the, the, the next draft pick and the next dick from getting his turn. But, see, I can at least respect it when it's like uh, when they be 100 with you. Because the only, or I ain't going to say the only what? time. What? A hundred with you? Yeah. Which I had one that kept it a hundred. What, she said, I have somebody ready to replace you? Oh, no. When we broke <laughs> up, she was like, oh, yeah, I've been waiting. This guy been waiting on me anyway. Oh. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as we broke up, she was like, uh. She, she basically, she basically told me I'm leaving you for him. Yeah. That's another thing. When the woman breaks up with you. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's for another nigga. Yeah, <laughs> nine times out of ten, it's for another nigga. Yeah, it's not because you're not treating her right. Because how often is it that the dude dumps the woman? It happens, Never. but usually more often than not, anyway. Yeah, yeah, and and let me tell you something: women be wanting you to do the breakup so that you ain't got they ain't got to look like the bad person. They want you to break, but most dudes. Oh, I'm loyal. I'm gonna stick around. Most dudes are scared to break up with their girl. Yeah, it's like for that for that same a- for that same barbaric reason though. It really be we don't want nobody fucking our queen. There you go. There you like, go. It's that's it's the main reason. Yeah, we don't want nobody fucking our queen, so we don't want to break up with them. It's like I really don't like you. I really don't want to fuck with you no more. Yeah, it's an ego and pride. Yeah, thing. but like, I don't want nobody else fucking like, with you, so I'm gonna just keep on dealing with the bullshit that you're giving me. Yeah, I've been there. By yeah. the way, I've been there. Yeah, any self-respecting man has been there. That's a fact. Because you're not a self-respecting man until you've been there. Mm-hmm. That's when you start respecting yourself. Is yeah. when you start realizing yeah. that women women don't care if those vibes start fucking with you. You let me know. Um, women don't they don't care about how you feel after the breakup no they don't like <laughs> they don't care what they did to hurt your feelings they don't care they how you don't. deal doing afterwards 
like men as much machismo as we have and all the macho shit that we try to put out we be the first ones to be like damn man I wonder how shorty doing. Like anybody yeah, that you was really feeling. Not just like booty calls and, you know, uh one night stands and all that shit. But anybody you was re- like really in a relationship yeah. with. Emotionally invested in. Yeah. The first thing, like, man, I wonder how shorty doing. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be going on for a couple weeks until you either get some new pussy or you finally, you know, quote unquote get over her. Just, yeah. That's usually when it is. Yeah. And it's usually when a new another piece of pussy come i think the person who moves on the first or the quickest is usually going to crash and burn yeah yeah i think the longer it takes you to heal the the better place you'll be in yeah but see go ahead trying to jump right back into another situation i think that's the worst thing you can do some people we know those people they'll break up with somebody and all of a sudden there's a oh you mean women? a whole nother relationship <laughs> is men too some men can't be alone but more often than not yeah, is it, it's women they're children with breasts so they have to have <laughs> like a child needs a parent. they need somebody to to you know take care of them emotionally financially spiritually all that shit yeah it's like there has to have be somebody there you see what I mean yeah 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 um. Mm-hmm. Bobby, you, I, I think the breakups. I think they build men, but they in the long term break women. Yeah. So, or uh, Bobby, before I get to you, um, that's what I. That's where I was coming in at. Like um, women, nine times out of ten, will jump right back into a relationship, and then you know, once that relationship fizzles and drops. They're back thinking about the guy they broke up with or lost or whatever, whatever. And they that's when they have they they drop. Men will, for the most part, like oh damn, I need to figure out how to get past this bitch because when I get a new one, I don't want to have to be thinking about this old exactly. shit. Exactly, and you don't want to do that. Yeah, men don't like to go backwards. We will, but we don't like to. The only time I think. In my mind, anyway, the only time men really go backwards is because every man think that just because he had a baby with you, he can fuck whenever. I can always or fuck my just, baby mama. Everybody likes familiarity. It's well, just, yeah, it's yeah, human yeah. nature. But I feel like men feel like that more. And then the you know the the petty women. That's my baby daddy. I can get him whenever I want, bitch. Blah 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 blah. But I think men just think that about the any women that they've ever slept with that they can just sleep with them again. I think that's a man thing for me, anyway. I don't know, but it's a conquer thing. Yeah, because even like, go ahead, Bobby. How you feel on this subject? <laughs> um, yes, I do believe that. I I've learned the hard way, like I said a couple of times, that every woman has that one dude that um. <clears throat> that can slip in whenever for real for real like a lot of times it's like the the one who got away yeah. um they, they'll they'll go back to him if need be or whatever a lot of times it's that more often than not it's that dude who's really really close to her that she calls brother or bestie or something like that and 
for real, for real, the guy knows it, for real. And all he doing is just sitting there waiting on you to slip up. Or you ain't even got to slip up. You should wait, wait on her to get mad at you for some reason. I mean, you ain't even had to have done shit. I mean, she get mad at you and then break up with you for some reason or whatever. He waiting in the wind, you know what I mean, just scoop her up or whatever. And, um, like I said, I learned that the hard way, you know what I mean, it's happened to me before. So, I, I usually really just don't, I don't trust much at all because I, I've seen too much. I mean, I, I don't speak on it all the time, but I, I, I've yeah. seen a lot. So yeah. and you can't unsee it either. I, and yeah, and it's it's like, taught me some very like, hard. You lessons. can't go back to being naive. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. Once you learn so, some shit, it's real, 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 real hard to unlearn it. Yeah. Some some people can though. Some people well, not not go back to being because like like I said, I, I've done this. I'm I've been guilty of trying to find like look for the good in My people bad. first. And not always assume like these people are out to get you. People yeah, are out to yeah. get you. They will use you if you can. My, my daddy told me this all the time, and I didn't listen to him often. For real, for real. Like I, I was still on some dumb shit. Like nah, you gotta look for the good in people. Nah, not not all people are bad. Not all people are like that. And then more often than not, people they will prove time are. and time again <laughs> that they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they they prey on people like like me. Well, well how I used to be. Yeah. I don't allow that shit no more. Yeah. To be honest, like I, I really I, I can give two fucks less if you if you leave me or not, because I found out that in the end I'm gonna be okay. There yeah. you go. That's I, important. I'm, I'm I'm going to survive. I was surviving before you. I'm surviving now. I'm going to survive after after you're gone or whatever. So yeah, yeah. I really don't allow that shit. So you know what I mean, if I see motherfuckers now it's like i peep shit and um i really a lot of times i don't say anything but i'm always peeping shit i'm always just like trying like observing shit so if i see some motherfuckers are just way too close i'm watching i'm just mm -hmm. watching why are they that close exactly i mean and then if and there's very subtle signs of the you know the guy that's waiting yep there's a lot of subtle signs. Like it, there, it's never gonna be right in your face. It's I, always like a he knows like her phone password or some shit. Like it's always something small like that. Like why the fuck does I? Why does this nigga know your password? I think I think it'd be easier to see the guys than the females because we know men. We yeah, are true, men, so yeah, we know yeah, men. True, true. So I figure it'd be easier to see the sign because we know what to look for because we done that shit. Yeah. Her, on the other hand, could have some more, to me anyway, can have more subtle, sneaky ways to hide some stuff. Yeah. So that's the stuff that yeah, I'm looking out for. You never see it in your girl. Right. You, you, you'll never see that she has a guy waiting in, in the background. But the guy that's waiting in the background is going to make his presence known because he want to he wanna apply that pressure. Yeah. He want he Because he wants you to know. Going back to the, you know, animal instinct thing. It's with any any man, any male in the let's go with animals, animal kingdom. There's usually only one male. And what say lions, for instance, if another male wants to come in and take over the pride, he's going to make his presence known. Right. Mm -hmm. You see me. I know you see me. I want to fuck your queen. Look at these nipples. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's in the animal kingdom. That's how it goes. I need to make my presence seen so you know that I'm here. 
Yeah. And men really and also that she sees. Yeah. Yeah. And she sees like, that I'm doing here. it for her attention. The competition. Yeah. yeah. Same reason in Animal Kingdom why all the fucking pretty shit that you see are all males. We have to fight for that attention. Right. Even if we're fighting against another man, we're fighting for a woman's attention. Yeah. Yeah. The, the dudes ain't buying diamond chains for other dudes to see. Right. At all. Well, I don't know. These new age dudes, they... they we're not it's, even going to go down. <laughs> it's, it's weird. But you they, they want to flex on each other now. Because it's still a competition it, thing. It's peak, They're still, still doing it for yeah, women. It. But it's, it's more of a direct competition. And it's in... With that, with diamond chains, nice fancy cars, nice houses, all that shit... That's more of a direct competition and friendly competition. Because I know, like, these rappers all know what each other's body types and women types are. So, mm-hmm. you know, Meek Mill ain't trying to fuck the same girl that Drake is. Drake ain't trying to fuck the same girl that, you know, E-40 is. E-40 ain't trying to fuck the same girl as Lil TJ and so on and so forth. They all not trying to fuck with the same women. So, yeah, I'm, but I'm in competition with you. I still want to be flashier. Going back to the you know the animal cam- kingdom thing, I still want to be brighter than you, right? Because I want more attention from women. I want to be brighter. I want to be flashier. I want more people looking at me than looking at you. But it's still friendly. We might not even be going after the same women, but I still want your woman looking at me, even if I don't want her. Mm. Even if I don't want her, that's still female attention that men crave. I don't give a fuck who you are, and that gives you value to other women too. Yeah. Oh, social proof is real. You get Cause like, way cause no more. one wants what no one wants. Man, right? No yeah. one wants what no that's one the, wants. Yeah. That's that is huge. And just like every other man knows, you put a ring on your finger. Mm-hmm. You get way more play. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've been chosen. Or you, yeah. Selection. Yeah. Like when I was single and I was asking girls out and it oh, was bigger. like it you was bum. Yeah, like <laughs> Motherfuckers don't even know if I got a job or not now. They just see my wedding, my fucking ring finger, and oh, what's your name, Mary, bitch? <laughs> my name is Mary, and my wife will beat your ass, and then she kill me. Damn. So no, like, yeah. motherfuckers don't be realizing that shit. Like, but even from talking to like other married men, like I know some married men that, you know, step out on their wives. Not my fucking business. I don't know neither one of them on a personal level to really give a fuck. But I know it happens because they speak about it. And they say it. I've heard multiple times that they've tried both ways. Like if they go out of town, they'll take their ring off and see how many numbers they can get. And then they'll go to a different club that same night with their ring on and see how many numbers they can get. And they get more numbers with the ring on than they do with off. Mm-hmm. Even with the tan line. Damn. Like, even with the tan line, they get more numbers with the ring on than off. Because no one wants what no one wants. If somebody already has you, you have some type of quality. Some type of value. Your pussy rate just skyrocket. It does. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's the fucked up thing about marriage. It's like, anybody that's really committed and married... That don't interest me. Because I already got what I want. And I wiped it the fuck up. So what the fuck are you bringing that she don't already get me? Right. <laughs> like, 
that's my main thing. Like I've even like the guys that I was talking about, like I had a conversation with one of them. I was like, so what is what is the upside of you, you know, stepping out on your wife? Like and the same old machismo man answer. It's new pussy. Yeah, no pussy like new pussy. Yeah, <clears throat> which, I mean, I can understand it because I was single at one point, so I can understand what that means. But at the same time, shouldn't you have some type of rapport with your wife, significant other, to where if it's stale, y'all figure it, figure out a way to not make it stale? You mean refurbish it? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Repackage, repackage it, repackage it, repurpose yeah. it. But should you have that type of rapport with your spouse, where it's like, all right, look, bae, we both been using the same moves for five years. Right. It's time to switch it up. Like, can you initiate? Like, we had the whole initiation conversation. Like, at some point, you you gotta have a conversation. Am I wrong? Like, yes, you should. If if you decided to put half your resources at risk, I would hope that you at least try to talk to your person at least try because <laughs> you risking a lot right you risking so and much and that's what I told the nigga and, and like, I don't think you realize how much you risking but, but until I, them divorce papers get drawn up and you paying alimony out the ass for the rest of your life I just found out the other day somebody told me that uh, in Ohio you don't have to do alimony and child support Whichever one pays more is the one that the woman gets. Damn. Or the man, if the one, man's filing for it. Whichever one pays more is the one you get. You can't get both. Oh. Just whichever one equals out to more. Oh, look at Ohio. <laughs> right. Because I, I, I still don't see how people doing it in California. Oh, my God. Yeah. You getting your head chopped off. Right. They want fucking 2500 for a one-bedroom shack. And Alamo, you make it to 10 years. Oh, you about to pay. Yeah, I just you risking so much by even doing that. Like, okay, you want to step out? Okay, just don't get married or just stay single. Yeah, but you can't be trying to why why commit to something that you don't plan on staying committed to. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Things happen. People change. That's the biggest, I think, downside to marriage is that people will change. But as a even for the better, sometimes y'all new interest and the new people that y'all become sometimes don't align like y'all did when y'all were younger. Yeah. But shouldn't that be part of in my mind, that should be part of growing old together is we're not supposed to be. be like, well, yeah, yeah. Like, like I've said before, the person I met at 19 is not the person that I'm seeing at 33. You know what I'm saying? And my wife, she is not the same person she was in 19. But as her spouse, it's my job to figure out how to love that new person. It's not her job to make me love her. It's my job to figure out how to love the new person that you're becoming. And vice versa. As I grow and as I become a different person, it's her job to figure out how to love this new Brandon. Because this ain't the same Brandon from 19. Y'all seen the pictures from Brandon. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. That was before nineteen, but y'all seen those pictures. So, you know, at twenty five when we got married, six years were totally different people. We had to figure out how to love that new person. 
And that's a constant thing. Just like love is a constant thing. That's a constant daily working thing. Once you, for me anyway, if I ever got to the point to where I didn't want to try to love her anymore, that's that's when I would be like, all right, we need to get divorced. Regardless of how she feels, regardless of how much she's still working to try to love me, if I feel like I'm not willing to put the work in to love her back, how she loves me, I would file for divorce. Because I'm not invested anymore. You're changing. You're either changing too much, or I'm not willing to love, love this, this new, new person. person. Yeah, a lot of times it's like that. Yeah, and a lot of people are just so scared of the whole the thing of being a divorcee. Like, I mean, it has it has a societal or social stigma of you have a failed marriage. Once I can see, once you start getting two, three, four film, it's like fam. Yeah, you yeah. are you are a lemon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. You it's you. It's, well, yeah. it's, at some point, you got to look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, people keep running away from you. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're nice to look at. Yeah, right. That's gonna be the biggest sign. Yeah, if you're nice to look at and you've been married three, four, five times. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. you look so good. Why are you single? I need to generalize, but you go find out real quick. It's you. You go find out real quick. Yeah, it's just but we we so I I think far too often we as humans just ignore the shit out of some red flags when we like somebody oh, definitely. or yeah. so enamored with them. It shit be burning on fire. Oh well, you know, like Bobby said, hey, look at the good. It's you know, it, it could be an Eminem in that piece of shit. Right. So, this actually is actually funny that you say that. It's going to take us into a topic that we've had for a while and that we didn't write down today. What are some of your red flag triggers? Red flag triggers. Let's start with Bobby. He didn't talk too much on that last one. <laughs> what are some of your red flag triggers, Bobby? Selfishness. Elaborate. Cause that's broad. Um. Okay. Um. Let's look at the little shit. I I can look at the smallest shit. Like it, it'll kind of tell me. Small shit to tell me bigger shit about you. Mm-hmm. Like say. This is some this is some petty shit, but it's small. It's something that I look at. Say like we out together, or whatever, and. You like get something from the store or something like that, um, and you just like it was a snack or something. You just eat the shit in my face. Don't offer me shit mm-hmm. like at all. You didn't ask if I was hungry. Mm-hmm. Well, did you want some? You knew you were stopping at the store and they say shit. Exactly. It's it's little shit like that. It's, it it makes me look like it. It makes me look at you like if you that selfish with that with small shit. Uh, what well what would you do with big shit? You know what I mean? Um So so you're you're a um a foreshadower. I don't know how to put it in a relationship term, Oh yeah, definitely. I overanalyze the fuck out of okay. shit. Yeah, I've i I'm I'm public with saying that. Yeah, okay. I that's that's me, yeah. that's what I do. Always filtering for data and information. Everything gets saved to hard drive. Like everything, like good and bad though. I I, I don't just look for bad shit. Okay. I I don't forget the good shit that people do for me. I swear to God, I don't. Okay. Um, but the the bad shit, yeah, I I save that the hard drive as well, 
and I, I peep a lot of little shit. And it's like, you know, if when you enamored with somebody, you looking through those rose colored goggles, yeah. and you fail to see these red flags or whatever. But as time goes on, and these red, red rose colored goggles get removed, you start seeing more of these red flags and shit like that. I mean, how long do you think that usually takes? Uh, it depends on the person. For me, it's usually it's usually very quick. Cause I'm not gonna lie, I get bored very quickly. Okay. I, I know yeah. that about myself. I get bored very quickly. So, um, <clears throat> um, since I get bored very quickly, I look for other ways to stimulate my brain. Okay. So I, I that's when I start looking for signs, or I, then I start I start looking at myself like, hey, how did I change to you know, allow this to be acceptable for me. Stuff like that. Okay. Um another another red flag trigger for me and I it shouldn't be one for me because I can be guilty of this myself. Uh indecisiveness. That's that's a that's a red flag for me. Um but it's more with um more with big shit. Yeah. More it's, with the important decisions. Exactly because it's like I can't make this decision by myself. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah, yeah, that too. But I mean, it it ain't even it ain't even got to be with me. Indecisiveness for yourself. Okay. It makes me look so, at you like, how do you see your future? It's not Shit like it, that. So at least from what I'm hearing, it's not more of an indecisiveness. It's more of a a lack of self confidence. Because indecisiveness and self confidence kind of go hand in hand. Especially if you you're, have a point. if you doubt yourself, you if you doubt yourself, it's gonna make you indecisive because you're gonna doubt everything that you think. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably more of a self confidence issue. You like your your you would want your spouse to be confident in who they are and how they think and that type of shit. Then again, like I said, it could, it shouldn't be one of my red flag triggers because I'm guilty of that as well sometimes. Yeah, and um, I think that's a human trait. Like, I talk a lot of shit on here about, I'm like, thinking I'm the shit. It took me a long time to get to the point to where I could say that on a daily basis and still sit in my house by myself and doubt the shit that I do and say. I say this shit all the time. I think I'm the shit as a fat nigga. Like, I've said it before. If I get skinny, y'all motherfuckers gonna have problems. But I think I'm the shit because I've been through that same shit. Of just indecisive, just doubting, am I living right? Am I treating people right? Am I treating myself right? Am I doing right by my kids? Am I doing right by my wife, my mom, my sister, my brother? I think that's a human trait to doubt yourself. One, because there's no manual on how to just live. Fuck all the aspects of being alive. Just living. There's no manual for it. You just put on this earth and you get... A minute amount of information, and you do with it what you can. I used to think I was the shit, um, I, but I got my like confidence um, cut in half at a very young age. I'm not yeah. even gonna perp to you. Um, <clears throat> I did used to think I was the shit. Matter of fact, my sister Keisha just used to hype me up all the time, yeah. like my monthly. Like my personality, I was so nice. I was talented. I was smart and all that. And um, was it the girl that fucked up your? Confidence? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely yes. Uh, 
it, it was matter of fact, it was in the second grade. I remember this girl to this day. Damn, that was early. Early. Yes, Shit. yes. But um, and the fucked up part about it is, like, I wanted her so bad. She wasn't even the like the best looking girl in the class or no shit like that. But she was. I was the smartest. I was the smartest boy. She was the smartest girl. That's what attracted to me to her. I had to have her. Yeah, I would use. I used to in um, second grade. Second grade. Wow. Yeah, I get it. I needed her on my team. I get it. Like, I know I, exactly what you mean. Because in second grade, there's no real sexual attraction. There's no real. I want you to be my. You don't really know what a girlfriend entails. But I have to. Have, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I, second grade ain't nothing but what eight years old, seven years old. Yeah. 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 So you don't know what that means, but you know what it means. Yeah. At that age, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, um, I used to, I used to um, put little notes in her desk. That's what I was saying. I, was, I used to write poetry, put a little shit yeah. in her desk, and she would shut me down all the time. Like, and she wouldn't tell me why. And then one of the, um, one of the, um, one of her friends told me like a couple months down the line, like, "You ugly." Like, and then she was like, "Yup." And then that's. Yeah. That fucked me up. That's like, when girls start getting mean. Yeah, and that's no. when I was like, okay, Seven, yeah, eight, so nine, um, yeah. yeah, they start getting mean around that age. That's that's when motherfuckers started telling me about myself. <laughs> like I'm like, all right, all right, cool. Yeah, and yeah. I wasn't like, it wasn't even like I thought I was the shit where I was like arrogant or anything yeah. like that. It, my sister was always telling me like, you know, what I mean, like as long as you nice and you and you a good person and you smart and all that, you can get whatever you want, and that's what I believed. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. and that shit cut me down real quick. Yeah, yeah. But damn, yeah, that's I not I'm, real life. Nah, not it sounds good. It but sounds it's good. Not it's, real it's life. so. And you want to teach your kids that you shit? You want is that, to, but it's not realistic. Oh, yeah. It's it's very cookie cutter and yeah, idealistic. But nah, you don't want to tell your kids like, look, you gotta be a little bit of a savage if you want to yeah. survive. <laughs> you gotta be an asshole. Yeah, a little bit. man. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, yeah, I see what my sister was trying to do hard, for me. Yeah. Work hard. Work on my strengths. Yeah. She was trying to develop your... She was trying to develop what she already saw in you. She was trying to help me develop my personality yeah. further. Yeah. yeah. It's just the way that she did it. And, and no diss to her, but... Yeah, she didn't know better. She didn't yeah. know. This was, you know what this was 1988, yeah. 89. Right. It, it was a, a woman ain't going to be able to tell you... Like, she a girl. No offense. Right. She, she won't... And it's family, so it's the not way she looks be, at you is going to be different very biased, than right? Very and biased. Like, and like I said, you know what I mean, in like the first episode, like she was more of my mom than my mom was. Right, so right. She kind so of, of course, you're going to listen to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I still listen to her to this day. And know? the way it comes off is like, you know, I've always looked at you as my role model for a woman. So Man, I what, used to idolize the ground she walked on. Yeah. So what comes out of her mouth is gospel. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, it pretty was. Much. Just like, you know, uh, uh, you know, run-of-the-mill, quote-unquote, normal mom. What comes out of your mom's mouth is gospel. Mm. Those people, like, if you... <laughs> Everett is shaking his head vehemently hard. But as Extremely a child... Hard. As a child, As a child, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about now. Because oh, yeah. what comes out of my mom, my mom's mouth isn't gospel. Like I know she loves me and all that shit, but <laughs> like the shit that my mama tell me comes out of a 54 year old's mouth. You have 20 years on me, so your thought process is vastly different than mine. Different frame of reference. Yeah, you had 20 years of living before you had me, so 
Damn. Your view on everything is going to be different. 20 years ain't even old. That ain't even a big guy. Yeah, that, that's still young, bro. <laughs> uh, I mean, 80s and 60s. I mean, yeah. 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 She was born in 67. I was born in 88. I mean, she was, oh, so she was 21. 21. Yeah. Yeah. So she was 21 when she had me. Mm. Um, Or no, she was going to be 21. She was 20 when she had me. She turned 21 a couple months later. Yeah, I had another one, but I but, forgot. Um, we went on a tangent. And I yeah, forgot. we did. Definitely did. I forgot what my other one was. I had like three of them. E? Any of your uh, red flag triggers? Yeah. Yeah. I want to see how a person prioritizes their time. What do they use it for? What do they fill it with? Do they watch a lot of TV. Um, one thing I always watch for is I'm bored. Mm. Oh, that irks my nerves because you, there's always something you could be doing. There's 24 hours in a day. Did you have nothing constructive you could be doing? Like, I always got something I. If I need to be doing or I could be doing, I'm bored. Like, I never say that. If I'm bored, it's because I'm choosing to be. Agreed. Agreed. I I don't like that because a lot of dumb shit comes out of boredom. Yeah. And yeah. I don't. A lot of one night stands. <laughs> that just Definitely. just indulging in certain things that aren't conducive to something just healthy. Yeah. Just and not even like, you know just overall conducive to living the best life or right. it's a productive life i look at how somebody spends their time what do they fill it with okay i look at that i, I pay big attention so, so what you've been doing so what do you do what are you about to do what are you about to do now right so, what are you working on and if i get a lot of uh well um i had uh uh to see what happened with yeah i don't <laughs> like that so you kind of like a busy woman um i ain't gonna say that you need to make time for me <laughs> well, yeah. That's that's the first thing you need to do. <laughs> right. You want a woman booked and busy? No, no, but it's, no, he needs to be top priority. No, I mean, I really don't want to be, but it's like, okay, if just what are you doing? Right. Just like if you didn't know me, what would you be doing? Are you doing anything constructive with your life? Thank you. It that, doesn't have to be like super big. It could be a hobby. Are that, you doing exactly, something exactly, constructive with your something. life? Something. Just I'm bored. Pay attention to that. I like to see. How how was she raised? Mm. How was she mm. raised? What was her family structure? The relationship with her parents, uh, siblings. So real quick, I, I, real quick tangent. How much? Uh, fuck. How much strength do you give her relationship with her parents? A lot. It, it says so much. It. it I like it. I pay, just pay attention to it. Of course, situations happen. Everybody won't have it to be ideal, but I pay attention. How were you raised? What's the relationship that you have with them now? Because I'm sorry. Oh, let her dad not been in her life. Oh, nigga, you better run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's 100, but it's about 99, 98. You gonna have some issues. Yeah, you are a, going to have some issues. She's got a false view of men. Yeah, it, you better run. Just, I'm not even gonna say hang in there. Just run. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, or you, you might want to. Run, it's gonna, run. it's gonna tell you so much about. It, it says a lot. Yeah. Like, it it, it says so much. 
oh when i when i hear or oh, he wasn't around or or even worse she's got something real foul to say about him that a lot of times came directly from her mother i kind of that's a red flag for me um what she be doing with her money okay financial literacy yeah just I'm not, nobody's perfect at it, but, like, <sighs> I'm real bad with money. I, I don't like it because I know who going to be asking me for some, some money. Yeah. Like, I, I, oh, that's the most dick softening thing you can yeah. do. <laughs> just, the, you, you just, ain't got no money? Like, nothing saved? Like, you ain't got shit? I'm just bad enough with money to where... Uh, I still gotta live paycheck to paycheck, but not bad enough to where I gotta borrow money every paycheck. Like I'm never broke on payday. Okay, I just it's a, a, a lot of people are real impulsive. Like I want this now, I gotta have it now and buy it now. But there's other things you really should be worried about before yeah. you even come to this. Yeah, and it's like Anything I see material can wait. This is an individual who. They gonna be spending up the money, and m- not bringing enough in to even cover that. Yeah. So it's like I already see how this is gonna be. It, it's we're not gonna be in sync. Yeah. If I decide to. Quick side note: When you decide to marry a person, you are paying full price. If I was to ever <clears throat> decide to go pay full price, I know I'm gonna pay above market value. Yeah. If you bad with money, yeah. Now I'm I'm overpaying. You 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 know what that is? Yeah. Liability. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I I look at that. How you prioritize your time? What you be doing with your money? Your relationship with your parents, or just how were you raised? Do you got values? Um, just I look for a real rounded individual. Yeah. Now I, I'm not looking. You ain't got to be perfect. Nobody is. I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. But some shit you better not. You, uh, let her dad not been in her life. She don't work. She had a drug problem. She ain't got custody of none of her kids. If you don't run. When that boat is sinking. Get you off of it. Yeah, Get off of it. Don't. And don't, like you said earlier, it's all situational. Don't stick around and think, oh, well, I could plug up the holes in the boat. Nah. Just. A, a lot of us as men, we have this capacity to want to save or rescue. Yeah. When really we just. Sometimes you just need to let it burn down and just get so, out the house. Do you think any of those women could still become. Maybe not for you, but do you still think that they can come um, potential uh, good spouses? For somebody else? Yeah, I didn't mean like for you personally. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But do you think that that's like... Because somebody, somebody that's... Uh, we go with, you know, something that's been going on for 50, 60, fucking 70 years by now. Um, somebody with like a drug problem. Yeah. Somebody that used to be a drug addict, but they're clean. They've been clean for X amount of years, whatever, whatever. But it's, excuse me, especially with that, 
you always in the back of your mind are thinking about relapse. Is she going to relapse? What's going to happen if she relapses? Is she going to OD? What medicines can I leave around her? What like you always have that in the back of your head, but even without the, you know, Captain Save a whole tag on it, do you still think that that could be a loving, healthy relationship moving forward with somebody else? Yeah, I'm not saying for you. Oh, okay. Just had to put that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. If if this person, your preference is your preference. I'm never gonna attack that. Look, I always talk about self improvement. If you want to be better because you want to be better, I'm all for that. Most people don't take the time to do the work to improve themselves. Or Most people aren't trying to be better for themselves. They're either. they're looking for somebody else to fix them. Yeah versus i think it's so much better do the work work on yourself then get in a relationship or situation don't be getting in a situation looking for it to fix you or for you to get some type of well this fixes me this makes me into a better person that's all well and good but i think it's so much better and fairer for whoever you're dealing with to handle your shit on your own so that you can come into that uh balanced and not to say fixed, but a balanced individual. Exactly. Balance is the best word for it. Yeah, because it, it's so fucked up. Like you ever see these couples where they both addicts? Yeah. You see what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Or when one tries to cl- get clean, what what what's more likely to happen? You to get back addicted, or for you to get the other person off of it? Yeah. It's usually the former. Exactly. So more often than not, it's the former. Yeah, you go be back on that shit. Because talking to an addict, their mind isn't clear. So it's going to be very hard to reason with them on why they shouldn't be doing their drug of choice. Yeah. When you're clean, like if you, it's just like talking to a drunk person. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're the DD. Trying to get four or five drunk people in your car and to shut the fuck up so you can order Wendy's is like talking to toddlers. So just you ever been to DD? Yes, way yeah, too yeah. many times. Yeah, yeah. You ever had like three or four girls and mm-hmm. let's go to Wendy's, let's go to McDonald's, let's go to White Castles, let's nah, go. You going home? Like, and have you ever tried to go through a drive-through with drunk people in your car? It's not fun. Yeah. So, it's not fun. Just, I think it's just better. Just, yes, to answer your original question, yes, these can all be good individuals who have loving and maintain sustaining uh, loving relationships down the line. Just if they me. want, yeah, yeah. Because if I'm gonna be worried about, I'm gonna come home, all the shit go be sold because right. you back on that shit, you smoking. It's a real concern, and I'm not. I don't have the patience to be wondering about that. Right. Because now you putting me in danger. Or to deal with it. Because if I come home and all of my shit is so yeah, I worked hard to get. it all up. Yeah. Now. Uh, I'm about to have attitude. Yeah. Because now there's no more marriage or relationship. Yeah. It's over after that. We ain't fixing that. Yeah. Ain't a real easy way to, to fix that. No. Because you ain't sell my shit to the pawn shop. I can't just go get I it back. I can't just go. It's it's gone. <laughs> I you, can't just go pick it up. F- fucked me because of something that a prior issue that you had. Yeah. And just and in, and in a way, I can't be mad because I knew this was a possibility going in. 
Yeah. So you can't even really have the response that you want to have because you know who you married or you know who you're in a relationship with. Yeah. So if I know that you're bad with money and then, you know, I give you a credit card with a $10,000 limit and you spend 15000 who am I to be mad at? Me or you? Yeah. I knew you was bad with money. Why the fuck did I get you a $10,000 credit limit? Yeah. Not to say that you're a bad person because of that, but it's just you know what you about to be dealing you with. You know what you signed up for. Yeah, and I just... Yeah. So when I hear somebody say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been divorced three times. Oh, oh okay. Hmm. All right, well, you know. See, now my first question with the divorcees, um, I've met a few in my life, and my first question always was, which one was your fault? That's always my first question, because that's like that's a good question. Don't let me hear none of them were. Oh, now we got a problem. Yeah, because mm. now you're lying. Cat, yeah. you're lying. Big cat. There's no way that a hundred percent of your failed marriages was the other person's fault. You dealt with three different people with three different personalities. Even if they all look the same, you dealt with three different people that have three different values, three different personalities, three different upbringings. Like how are none of them your fault you did nothing wrong in the relationship but you have three failed marriages yeah it's bullshit but i mean there there's a bunch of them i hate for this to come off as judgy or preachy but and just, women won't take responsibility for this they will not take accountability if they fuck up the relationship we're, we're not even going but like bobby said something like that real small did you even offer me a piece of yeah. You know, you little whatever you got going on. Then you just ate it all in my fucking face. And you went to the store before you got home. Didn't call me and tell me you were stopping at the store. Then you get home and then you eat it in my face. <laughs> it hurts even more now. Like, cause it's like you didn't even consider me like at all. Yeah. Like, and I'm the type of person like I'm always going to consider. I'm always generous. Like, it's like stopping for fast food on the way home. Shit like that. I'm always going to ask yeah. you. You want to need something? Yeah. Unless I just didn't want to stop for you. I just wanted to eat it. I just wanted to eat. Yeah. Eat it. And then I'll then I'll go in the house. I won't do that. I'll eat I'm it. I'm not going to eat it in your face. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Matter of fact, I prefer that. Don't even yeah, eat it in exactly. my face. I'm okay right. with it. You could have ate it at home. You, you didn't want it on the way home. You didn't want to share. That's fine. Just go. Just don't come in the house with it. You know what I mean? Just you come in the house with a bag of hot fries. How you know? You know I love hot fries. Yeah, Man. you, you could have bought two bags. You got three dollars. Maybe she didn't. Just, well, then you, need to, you need to eat them bitches in the car then, or save them tomorrow when you go to work. Don't eat them in my face. I had a parent tell me sometimes she'll eat the good shit in the car on the way home, and then go home and feed the kids noodles. I thought that was the realest shit I ever heard. Yeah. Um, I've done is. that before. I think we all have. Like I've like, eating, eating pompadours in the car. Like I've <laughs> ate. Like I've get I've, kids noodle. But see now, I'm not going. If I ever fucking do that, kids. Like if I ever do, definitely fucking kids. <laughs> um, if I ever do that, it's never like super expensive or like super you know quote unquote good food. I just get something like, oh shit, stop at McDonald's to get me a, you know what I'm saying, a Big Mac or some shit. And I eat it in the car, and then when we get in the house, y'all can have whatever the fuck y'all want for dinner. I already ate. I'm not going to tell y'all that I already ate, because then y'all going to ask me what I ate, and I, I don't lie, so I'm going to tell you motherfuckers, I had a Big Mac. 
But then I got to hear y'all mouth about, well, why we can't all get McDonald's? Because my big back was $4. If I feed all y'all niggas, it's going to be 50 bucks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I understand done, that. Yeah. Like, I've done that shit before. Like, on my way home, if I know, like, because me and Justine have conversations every day. What we having for dinner? What we having for dinner? We'll plan our nights. We try to plan our week out because between sports and it's all the much. other shit, it's to. too much to try to talk about it. You have to on the way home, right? So um, on days like we plan out our whatever days. So on a day where I know it's whatever, what I'm gonna stop up the street at McDonald's or Wendy's or something. Let me get a couple hamburgers. Give me a medium fry. Eat that shit before I get to the front door. Yeah, he said a couple hamburgers <laughs> for himself. Yeah. The hamburgers <laughs> are small. I ain't getting like a Dave single tr- double triple or some shit. Um, get a dollar hamburger. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't I don't need like when we go out to eat as a family, yeah, we can get, you know, I get a full meal or some shit like that. But if I'm just grabbing something to eat before I get home, I'm spending a couple dollars. Versus if I ask these niggas what they want, they want meals. Mm. And that's a lot of the reason why, like, when we do our pre-pro and shit, that's a lot of reason why I be cooking so goddamn much. Because when we go out, just go, like, no bullshit, bro. Going to McDonald's is a $50 trip for us. Oh, God, yeah, damn. Well, I, yeah, that, well, shit. Going to somewhere like... He- he is so surprised because he always by himself. You yeah. know, if you got kids, that shit adds up. Yeah. I Going mean, to somewhere like Old Charlie's or Outback or something. We went to beat ups for Elijah's birthday. It was a hundred bucks. Well easy. Well that's that's just expensive. Like it it'll be fifteen dollars on my own. So I get it. That yeah. yeah. It's like uh, like fifty at McDonald's just seems like yeah. so much food and so much money. But it's not. Like, that's the fucked up part about it. It's four, four adult meals and a fucking happy meal. It's like forty six, yeah. forty seven dollars. Shit, yeah, damn. Bro. Shit, Burger King and none of our like, like at the same time eleven dollars. I'm grown by myself. Justine's grown. Tyler might as well be grown. Elijah might as well be grown. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we don't have no little eaters in this house. Like. So it's like we get a full meal and it'll fill each one of us up, but. You know, Tyler might want an extra. Elijah might want an extra. I might want an apple pie or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when the shit start getting up to like 56, 60 Damn. bucks. Nah. Like, you better tell him, like, look, yeah, four, four, four. Everybody get a four, four, four. Ain't see, no yeah, extra. That's, that's just too much work. Ain't no extra. And that's still, that's still 20 bucks. That's reasonable. It is reasonable, but then I still got to worry about hungry kids. That's mass food. A four 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 is not gonna feed. That would probably fill me and Justine. But Tyler four 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 ain't gonna do shit. Elijah four 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 ain't gonna do shit. Natalie would be fine. It's burger. It's a it's a burger, a fry, a nugget, and a drink. Bruh, that's hella food. Yeah, it sound good, but it's it don't it just it I don't know. Um, let's get back on topic. Um, yeah, what's your red flag trigger, sir? So, <laughs> being what uh, makes you what would make you run like back in the day? What would make you be like, oh nah, fuck well, this? Well, see, and that's that's kind of where the problem comes in is because when I was younger, I didn't have red flags. Oh, I, I just I'm here. What's up? What's up? Pussy's pussy. Yeah, like gotcha. that's kind of how I live my life. Now make the best of it. Just yeah, it, 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 for as long as I can. 
Um, but now, uh, being you know being in a committed, happy relationship, marriage. Um, if I was to, I don't know why I preface this every time, but if for whatever reason I was to get divorced, the next woman. For one, I don't even I wouldn't even want to look at no other women as far as relationships. Like, I feel like I got everything I could ever want in a woman now. So for me to even look at another woman as far as relationship goes, I feel like it would already have to be a pretty special fucking woman. But the things that I would look for if it got to that point is one how yours was what's your relationship with your parents mine would be what's your relationship with your children Mm. how do you how do you interact with your children how do you talk to your children how do you raise your children how do you discipline your children how do you like that would be top of my list and if you don't have children why not is that a conscious choice or do you have you not got pregnant do you not want to get pregnant do you not want kids do you want like it it, it would kind of go down that line of because i want to know in my mind i'll be able to see my kids whenever so if i can see my kids whenever but none of your kids ever want to come see you i want to know why because if none of your kids want to see you I don't want to put my kids in that situation to be around you. So you might not be a good fit for me. Because my kids are my life. Especially if my wife divorces me or some shit. Like, my, 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 my priority goes from being a husband to being a father. As it should. Right. Because right now, my priority is being a husband. Secondary is being a father. That's supposed to be. Yeah. If I was to get divorced, my priority is no longer being a husband. Now my priority are my children. So I would want to know what's your relationship with your children? What's your relationship with your baby daddy? I want to know all of those circumstances before we even go any further in this relationship because all of that shit is a factor. Because now we have to talk about my child's mother and my relationship with my kids. And I know what that is. So I need to know what yours is. Um, And then secondly, uh, I I think I actually would kind of piggyback off yours. What What are you doing with your time? Because in the past three years or so, really the past five years, because I've been talking about starting a business for at least the past five. I just didn't know what I was gonna what I was gonna start, um, but it would kind of mimic that. What do you do with your time? It doesn't have to be in the you know in the race to make money. It doesn't have. But what are you doing outside of going to work every day? What are you doing outside of raising your kids? What are you doing outside of blah 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 blah? It could be it could be something as simple as you know self-improvement books it could be you're a streamer it could be i don't give a fuck what are you doing your time is your inventory my time is my inventory 
I'm trying to get to a point now to where if you're taking up my time, you're paying me because my time is my if I'm giving you my time, then you owe me something. That's a fact. You owe me something because you have my time. The more time I spend with you, the more time I'm not spending on my craft, the more time I'm not spending on my dreams, the more time I'm not spending on my businesses. My time is my inventory. I'm selling my inventory to you. So I need something in return. I don't care what it is. It could be money. It could be advice. It could be it could be anything. Whatever. But I have to get something in return than me just giving you my time. Just giving, just giving, giving, giving. Yeah. So what does your inventory say about you? What does your time say about you? And then if I had to go any further than that, it would really have to be um this is childish as fuck but uh how nasty are you in the bed mm. that's got that's a red flag for me like like i said you know there's one thing that me and my wife talked about that i will never divulge on this podcast and it is our sex life but my wife does what i want okay and vice versa I do what she wants so if we get into this bed and you not nasty enough for me we, what are we, we we don't even need to be in this relationship no more anybody that tells you that fucking relationships aren't based off of sex is fucking lying yeah. that is one of the most important bases of a relationship if you have bad sex your relationship is bound to fail. And it's more than just, you know, it's more than just for like having babies and just fun and all that. Yeah. In a relationship, sex kind of helps forge y'all bond together. Yeah. Awesome right. Real shit. And right. just like um, when we talked about, uh, when we talked about um, love languages, like I said on that episode, most men's love language is physical touch. We feel like we're not being valued if you don't have sex with us enough. Mm. And it doesn't have to be an everyday thing. It doesn't even have to be a... But if you are rejecting men over and over, oh, I'm not feeling it. Oh, my head hurts. Oh, this. Oh, that. Oh, I'm just not in the mood. After a while, we start internalizing that. Like, well, damn. She must not like me. She don't fuck with me like that. She don't fuck with me. I'm not attractive. Yeah. I'm not attractive to her. Like that's a love language. Like yes, it's it's tailed it's tailored to sex. And you know, the physical love language is more than just sex. But that is the most intimate that we can feel with a woman outside of conversation. Outside of conversation and knowing shit about you and you know, just being together. Sex is the next thing where it's like, look. She let me, you know what I'm saying? Blah 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 blah. She do this, this, and this to me. She don't, even if you don't go on in particulars, you have sex with me on a regular basis, so I know you fuck with me. Cause no woman's having sex with a man that they don't fuck with, or don't respect, or don't respect. So that that would have to be my my other red flag is if you just don't, and it like even like even f- for me. It doesn't have to be a, a constant thing. But when we get in that bed, if you can't 
keep my interest. However you want to interpret that. If you can't keep my interest, we're not going to last that long. It's either you ain't doing enough or you're not letting me do enough. And either way, <laughs> I'm not with it. You ain't letting me do enough. I'm not with it. Like she ain't letting you put her tongue, your tongue in her butt. <laughs> if that's what it is, then it is what it is. Gotcha. I just, I, I mean, especially, and we we could get off of red flags, but in a in a, uh, we gotta find a different word than deeper because y'all pause it every time I say it. But in a deeper conversation going pause. into that, um. That is the one instance or I feel like that's one of the one of the most important instances where women should just let themselves go and embrace their sexuality, their womanhood, whatever. That's when you can be vulnerable. That's the most vulnerable men are. That's what that reminds me of that. Um, that one poem you play on um, girlfriend. Uh, a, a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. A girl would say, make love to me. A woman would like submit herself. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what it said, but I, it, you just reminded me of that. Because I've been a big, like, I've always felt like having sex with somebody is the most vulnerable you're ever going to be. Oh, yeah. I could tell you my life story, tell you my, my biggest fears. my I could tell you all that shit. But outside of the pleasure of sex, that is the most vulnerable you are. You say a whole bunch of shit during sex that you would never say in regular conversation. You say a whole lot of shit. You, you, as soon as you bust that nut, that's the most vulnerable you are. <laughs> Man and woman. Yeah. Yeah. That, that euphoria, that climax, it's over after that. Yeah, now it's just... A lot of niggas get talked into babies while they're having sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't pull out. Don't pull out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a lot of okay babies walking around. Yeah. Man. There's a lot of okay babies walking around. Yeah. Or she on top. Yeah. He's like, get off, baby. Get off. Yeah. What's no, the, uh... I'm ready to be a single mama. No, you ain't. Man. But you about to be. Yeah. What's that uh, joke... Uh... God gave us a dick and a brain, but not enough blood to work both at the same time. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's real shit. Like, when you balls deep, bro, you vulnerable. You you would say some shit that you... You ever told a girl you was, you loved her while you was in it? Yes. Yes, we all have. Yeah. Did you mean it? No. <laughs> Hell no. Exactly <laughs> my point. Yeah, but if you say, eh, kind of, sort of, you, you good. Exactly. Oh, I like you. That is exactly yeah, my puss, point. Pussy dryer up. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the, the the reason I asked that is because in real life, if y'all were just having a conversation and there wasn't sex involved and she was like, I, I think I love you. Do you love me? You're going to give her an honest answer. No, nah, I don't think mm, I'm married yet. When yeah, you, I love you as a friend. What? When you getting it? I love I love you too. Yeah. We really saying we love this pussy. Yeah, but y'all just take it as we love y'all too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's really that's all we saying. Up. Yeah, it's true though. It, it's fucked up, but it, I mean, like somebody got to say it. Like we yeah. say a whole bunch of shit during sex that we don't mean at all. It's the most vulnerable you're ever going to be with a woman. I mean, you might mean it at the moment. Well, yeah, because it felt good. 
Right, but but that's the most vulnerable you're ever going to be with a woman. You know how many women got fucking houses and cars and wedding plans and so much shit just out of having sex with a man? Yeah. That's the, e- that's the easiest and quickest way to manipulate a man is have sex with him. Yep. Especially if you got some good. Mm. If you got some good and you have sex with a man, you can get whatever the fuck you want out of him. Initially. <laughs> he gonna catch on eventually. But yeah. initially, those first, you know, three, four times, you might be able to get something out of that nigga. <laughs> as long as the name don't start with an E. Right. <laughs> the shade. <laughs> That is not true. Ever sounds like Shots fired! Shots fired! Me! Nigga! Ever sounds like he came out of the womb 60 years old. Type shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's life, man. That's life. Oh, we only had two. Um, what, what we got now? Oh, so. Um, eh, I don't know if I want to eh. do that one. Um, eh. <laughs> just do the. Eh. Right. Uh. Let's do a, a quick funny one. We can do a quick funny one and then we uh well fuck it. Let's stay on women for the moment. Um what category I like the way you wrote it down better, E. Cause we wrote down the same thing except you put it in different words than I did. I like the way you worded it better. You I, I think it. I presented it as like a three part one. Yeah. It was like a uh, do you know? No, this is so unprofessional. Normal convos pod. <clears throat> do you know where you do you know where you are in a woman's eyes? Do you know how you want to be viewed? So the way I worded it was what category do women put you in and which do you put yourself in? So same sentiment, but I like his words better. Bobby, do you know where you are in a woman's eyes? Do you know how you want to be viewed in a woman's eyes? Do I know where I am in a woman's eyes? Uh, I'll go ahead and answer real quick for all three of us. No. I, I was just about to say, I don't think any man really is. Like I don't think he's really aware of how he's viewed in a woman's eyes because let's keep it all the way a hundred. You know what I mean? Same the same as men are simple, and that same token we can be oblivious as well. To yeah, be honest, we can be oblivious to a, to a certain point. So um, I don't think that any man really knows how he is viewed in a woman's eyes. Um, she, you know what she tells you, right. but um, what she tells you and what she tells her bestie might be two different things. But that's a different story for another day. But um, what she tells her bestie is and that's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. Wait, you want to know what she feels about you? Like see what she told. Yeah, yeah. See what she tell her bestie. That I mean, that's the truth. That's the honest to God truth. Oh, she, she gonna tell bad. you whatever, but she gonna tell the bestie the real shit. That's a that's a that's a fact. Unaltered, unadulterated facts. But um, how am I viewed in a woman's? I don't know. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know. Uh, how I believe I'm viewed. Um, I believe that I am viewed as a 
good provider. Um, I am viewed as a decent father. Um, uh, yep, that's it. <laughs> so where do you think you where do you where do you think you fit? Where do you So I think we'll go with my side of the second question. What category would you put yourself in if you were um I guess let's put it in a scenario. If you were Damn. If you were on like a dating show and okay. they gave you, you know, make up your own category of wh- how you would want women to see you as a suitor. So, I guess describe the category that you would be in. How you would want women to see you. Um, I want women... I- I want women to see me at least as a thinker. Like, cause I um, like I said, I I I overanalyze shit all the time. But I mean, you know, cause I'm just kind of constantly thinking about stuff, how does stuff play out, how do I make this better, how do I um, how do I get the outcome that I want, um, what's the What's the way that I can get the best scenario out of, I mean, get the best um, efficiency out of everybody involved around me. Things of that nature. Um, so, I like to be be viewed at least as a, um, as a thinker. Uh, I'm definitely pro-black. Um, I like to be viewed as uh, a positive role model for, um, for kids. Um, this is kind of a broad question, so I'm just kind of going along, going as I go along. Yeah. So. And it's not something that you normally think of. It's really not. This is not one of those. I got this in the back of my head. I can rattle off some shit real quick. This actually kind of right. Actually, kind of requires some thought. I'm over here thinking myself, like, damn, how do I want women to see me? Watch E like, watch E brattle off a bunch of shit that make me look like a simp. <laughs> As per usual. <laughs> like I hate when y'all make me go first because I'll go first and I'll say some shit and then E will come right behind me with some shit that just make me look at myself well, like, go, bro, you is a bum. I'll go I'll go after you. <laughs> no, next I'm, time. Playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think myself. Because um, it's not something that it's not something that is ever brought up in conversation. How do you see yourself in a woman's eyes? Um, I also like to be, I also like to be viewed as someone who is self-aware because I am aware of my flaws as well as my strengths. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I like to be viewed well I, as a team player, but there's an asterisk to that. Asterisk to that. I'm a team player when I need to be, but I prefer to, you know. When you want to be. Yeah, that too. Because to be real, like I'd rather work alone. I think I'm more efficient yeah. alone. But well, um, I guess need would probably work better than that. If I need to be around. If you need to be around people and be a team player, you're good. If people, if 
my sister tells me all the time, like one of my one of my biggest. You have to things, call her one week. Oh yeah, Go ahead. we might. Um, she tells me like one of my biggest things, one of my biggest biggest strengths and flaws is that I go where I'm needed. Okay. So, um Oh, so you like Mary Poppins. Yeah. Or not Mary Poppins, Nanny McPhee. Uh, something like that. You know I mean if if I'm if I'm needed, that's where I um that's where I pretty much put all my energy at. Okay. It's a, it's a stress because I'm reliable. But it's a fault at the same time because while I'm working like while I'm working to get the team together, I very often neglect myself. Okay. So um but I am a team player though, for the most part. I can agree with that. Um so for me, uh now let's hear E. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm playing. Right, go ahead, um, bro. Go ahead. What what makes as a side note, I think what makes this podcast great, what makes our friendship great, um, is the clear differences of one where we are in life, two, our relationship statuses, and three, our ages. Mm. we're all in different start like y'all can remember being 33 yeah y'all can remember what y'all was going through at 33 the change the choices y'all made all that shit and i'm facing 33 in a whole different light that y'all didn't get a chance to you know go through 33 yet i'm married already i got eight years in of marriage so to get back on topic um a lot of the women that speak to me tell me how they view me because there's no uh, there's no lingering background of he might be trying to fuck me you know what I'm saying I'm very like how much I talk about my wife this isn't just podcast shit Everybody hears about my wife. Co-workers, friends. Like, when I talk about my wife, I mean that shit. I've said it on here before. We be bullshitting, making content, entertainment, all that shit. When I talk about my my, my wife, I mean that shit. For very, Aww. very clear reasons. So, when people, especially women, the first thing... That they always bring up, especially recently, now that I, you know, we have a platform and, you know, people can hear me talk a little bit more than usual. The first thing they bring up is how much I love my wife, how much I speak about my wife, how I'm not scared to tell people that I have a wife. Like, that's one of the things that I hear more often than anything. Is my love for my wife. He loves his wife. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, in my mind, that's what women see in me when they see me. Now, those are all women that 
either listen to the podcast or follow me on one of my socials or I've been friends with for years or it's always something attached to it. So the women that know me all know that Brandon's Mr. Family Man. I know we got the whole thing of perfect family man on here. That is a joke. We've mentioned that before that it's a joke. I'm not perfect. Nobody is. That's just a joke that we run on here. But to the outside world, when I speak about my wife, it's always in a shining light. Always. No matter the trials and tribulations we went through, no matter the beefs we've had, none of that shit. That's my fucking wife. I shouldn't have nothing but nice things to say about her. That's why the fuck we're married. (laughs) So, you know, the women that I do interact with, they're always, oh my God, I love how much you love your wife. And I love how unapologetic you are about loving your wife. And it's never came as like they were trying to move in on her territory. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, sometimes, damn, if he love her like that, they envy that shit. It usually, become, it, it usually comes out as envious. And you can tell when a woman wants you when you got a girl. They make, Now, that's Definitely. the one thing that they don't beat around the bush about. If you got a girl and a girl wants you, that's the one thing they will be 100% straightforward with you about. I see how you treat her and I want that. I've never had any woman that knows me that may or may not know my wife, but see that how I speak about my wife ever challenge my marriage ever. So that that gives me a little bit more confidence, I guess, that I don't hang around with a bunch of bum bitches. Mm. I don't converse with a bunch of bum bitches. Now, where I would, how I want people to see me, how I want women to see me, is just that. Like, mine kind of go back and forth with each other. Like, I want, I want you to see me loving my wife i want you to see me speaking about my wife i want you to you know see me speaking about my kids talking about my kids i want you to see me as the person that i am i'm very straightforward with who brandon is i always have been well not always but you know the older i get the more straightforward i am i don't really compromise on that my family knows my wife and kids can't come. Probably not coming. Especially if it's supposed to be a family thing. This is my family. A lot of people don't fucking realize. Once you leave your mother's house. Whatever family you're making is your priority. Not the house that you not the family you leave from. The family you create is your priority and a lot of people don't understand that 
even if they have a family outside of their family that they grew up with it's like oh no my mama want to do this my mama want to do that look here bae i'm not i'm creating a family i'm creating a generation that is going to look at the things that i did so when i want people to look at me women men anything when i when when you look at me i want you to see that my family is me i'm the patriarch of this i'm supposed to be the the i'm supposed to be the example i'm supposed to be the martyr i'm supposed to be all of that i'm head honcho because in 20 years Tyler's going to look at me and how I treated his mother. Natalie's going to look at me and looked at how I treated her mother and try to find a man that resembles the way that I treated her mother. Whether it's good or bad. She's going to look at the way that I treated her mother and be like, damn, he loved her. He did this for her. He always did this. He always blah, 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 blah. That's how I want people to look at me. Look at me as an example for this next generation. Because that's what I'm trying to be. When I do my sports shit and we go to basketball. I talk to them kids just like I talk to my kids. This is what y'all should be doing. This is what y'all shouldn't be doing. Y'all shouldn't be blah, 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 blah. I try to give game everywhere I go. And that's how I always want people to look at me. Women in general, because that's women make the world go around. At some point, in our minds anyway, this podcast is going to blow up. I want people to be able to look at each one of us and be like, that's what you want to strive to be. Those three right there are the example for what kind of man you want to be. I want everybody to look at me like that, because that's what I try to portray. I try not to be an asshole if I don't need to be. I try not to be condescending. I try to send positive vibes all fucking day. I joke with people all day. You need a heart to you need a shoulder to cry on, I wanna be that. You need somebody to yell at, I wanna be that. I wanna be the backbone. And that's how I want people to look at me. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna be your backbone, <laughs> backbone Brewster. Backbone Brewster. <laughs> Damn, new, new Brewster. You ain't gonna keep giving me AKAs, nigga. <laughs> Bus stop Brewster, butthole Brewster. Now backbone Brewster. You can cry on my shoulder. I don't know about butthole Brewster. <laughs> we might have to get rid of that one. He's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna call you BB for short. But there you go. That's the right initials anyway. Butthole Brewster. <laughs> you said that one. Uh, e. I know. I was proud to give that one. <laughs> Pause. Pause. Right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you walked into that. Normal convos pod. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Now let's go ahead and see how E make me look simptastic. <laughs> <laughs> I walked around the rest of the day saying that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> we need that drop. Oh, uh, I got you. I got you. I will grab it to you probably tomorrow. Pause. I ain't gonna say tonight. Wow. <laughs> gonna grab it if I need to. Ooh, pause. 
Whoa. Um, forty dollars is forty dollars. Damn. <laughs> wait, what? Why? Wait a minute. I'm not co-signing that one. I don't even know what drop to do for that. <laughs> he said a mouth is a mouth. <laughs> oh shit. Um, do I? It's, it's a it's a multi-part question. Do I know how women view me? Uh, for me, no, no, I don't. Um, I have some hints or some, uh, maybe an idea, but I'm never really sure. So I don't really concern myself with it too much. Yeah. Um, how would I want to be viewed? Um, more, most importantly, uh, as somebody you respect, somebody you respect a leader and somebody who who's going to do what he wants to do or I just do my own thing I don't want to just kind of bend to what they want me to be and believe me it comes with a price yeah if I was just Mr. you know hey hey queen hey girl <laughs> you know you're so beautiful today hey queen heart emojis damn girl you fine damn d- damn girl Damn girl, do do fries come with that shake? Music. Damn girl, your feet tired. You've been running through my mind all day. It, it, I would probably be a lot further along, but I'm just I just don't want to do that. I just don't need to. Yeah. Um. What do you mean a lot further along? Uh, have had sex with more women. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, body count be higher. Yeah. Okay. I get you. I get you. Um, but because I just won't like. It's not that I won't. It's just I. I can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> it, it, it just. It just sounds fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's more important that you respect me than like me. Mm. Like I don't. I don't need to be. Uh, your fan is more so can I lead can I teach you something that's what's more important to me and uh, not just to me but to you know even women who, like my family who I, I don't have to do that Yeah, like it's more important that they look at me as somebody who I do what I want I don't go along with just what's me and my mom we didn't get into it but we had a little discussion about some things that i any other son probably would just hey you should do that i didn't say that no (laughs) you might not want to do that right and i think she thought about it and it made sense more importantly it made sense it was more important that i you know tell her what she what you need to hear versus what you want to hear yeah so to turn back around on it it's probably gonna get me viewed as an asshole, which just now. <laughs> you heard this podcast? I, I mean, but I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure I probably sound like a misogynist. Uh, you, what they probably say? AKA you, your mama's favorite you, misogynist. You, you misogynist. You hate women. Definitely you my gay. mama's favorite misogynist. <laughs> 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 but you know what, E? What's up? I think where 
where your values and everything lie, you have more of that traditional uh, lineage in you where you want more of a traditional woman and you don't mind being the traditional man. Yeah, because I tried it the other way. It don't work. Yeah. It, it, it where y'all were both modern? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or I, I tried to be modern with her. Oh, no. <laughs> nah, that, that leads to you coming home and it's another dude sitting on the couch. Yeah. Damn. We'll so, get to that story sooner or later. I mean, I told it, I think, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he did. Not the after effects of it, though. Oh, oh no. But no, that's that's going to be behind a paywall. We're not going to give that out for free. There, there you go. But I, I, I tried it a certain way, and I noted what happens when you do this, what happens when this happens. Then I see what happens when I just do what the fuck I want to do. Right. I'm much, much happier. Like, kind of like to the point your mom was making earlier when she was on the phone. You know, shout out to Miss B again. Um, she's comfortable setting her ways. And if it's not what she wants, then she's just not going to do it. And that's kind of where I am. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll be 40 and not too long. And I, I don't have time 43 to. 43 years ago. Quit playing. <laughs> This nigga. <laughs> I don't have time to you know, Shots fired! Shots fired! To what you want. I mean, yes, I can't compromise, but th- this is what I require, and if it's not that, it's just not going to be anything, and that's okay. Right. So, how I want to be viewed, hey, you somebody you respect, somebody who you can learn from, um, who can teach, someone who's a leader. Um, it's not important that you like me because a lot of women probably don't but that's a good question so you would you not you are you probably, talking about you are you talking probably, about just women in general or are you talking about like because my mind went to a woman a woman that could end up starting a relationship like with this question that's where my mind went Okay, if you place it in that kind of category, then yeah, I, I might be okay. I might be. I, I'll just say fifty-fifty. You'd want her to like you though, if you're going to be in a relationship with her. Uh, yeah, more than that, I I would rather you uh, desire me and want me than just to like you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think desire and well, yeah, because you can't you can't really fake that or negotiate it. Right. Yeah. Even, even you can she, fall out of like with me. Yeah. It's but if you desire and just crave me, it's a little different. Now it's not so much a will. You're getting off um, a different energy. Yeah. Like um. Well, if I do this, she'll like me and blah blah blah. Nah. Yeah. Um, you don't want to predicate it on what you can do for her. There you go. And I noticed when I quit doing that, way better results came. Higher standard of women. There you go definitely definitely so it's not really so important should have been do i care (laughs) i like to think of myself as somebody who i i do what i want it may not be the most popular or the coolest but then i do what i want it's like i don't like it i just not gonna do it just don't mountain do it there you go it's just I, I kind of just go my own way or, or I do what chart makes my me own happy. course. There you go. 
there you go. And if, and if it don't, I'm just not going to do it. So sometimes this leads to me. It sounds simple. It sounds real simple. It's, it is, but it's a price to pay for it. Yeah. It's a price to pay. But I'm okay with it. Um, that, that That's pretty much it. I, I mean, of course, yeah. Yeah, ladies, I'd love for you, each and every one of you, to like O.E., Uncle Everett or whatever, but he will be <laughs> okay. E. Pause that. That just sounds creepy. Old E. <laughs> Uncle Everett. We all love Old English. <laughs> but if you don't, that's okay. That is okay. Um, that's all right. You say you want to be viewed as somebody who does what he wants and all that. And yeah, he, he, and he, if he you did. Don't like it, he did what it was his the way. third part of that question? That was a three-parter. I don't know if we ever got to that last part. It was a three-way? I thought it was. Pals. Do Pals. I know it was? Pals. Do you know where you, how you're viewed in a woman's eyes? Do you know how you want to be viewed? Um, that's how I wrote it. Oh, okay, so it's still two parts. See, he he, look at him. He talking about he he does what he wants. Here I am talking about how I'm a team player and <laughs> how I'm a good provider. I just looked at myself <laughs> like, man, bro, you viewed as a resource, bro. That's but, what I mean. No. I, I don't think look, look at me making me look like I, a damn so honestly again. like even, fantastic <laughs> no not at all but this I'm my, fucking with this you, my team <laughs> no you I am the coach I want to be a ain't team ain't player ain't no two coaches I want to be a team player I want to be a good provider you simp <laughs> if that works for you it, I'm, I'm you fine. know you, you create your own relationship and how you want I don't want that this is my team yeah just like I said once you leave, no once you leave your parents house you are directly creating your own universe. And I know that the only reason I'm saying it like that is because it'll resonate with us more because we're nerds. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're, you're creating your own universe. Yeah. Or, or your own, was it reality? Maybe not yeah. reality, but how the life you want to live. And, yeah. and this is how I want to live my life. Yeah. If it makes you happy, then do that shit. Yeah. I Just, feel you. I mean, there's a bit of truth of all, in all jest. I mean, obviously, I'm yeah. joking, but on the flip side of that, ever does make me think a lot. So yeah, for sure, yeah. And I think that that's another reason I think we work is because Everett is rare as a man. Women very often get to a point to where they're not gonna settle for such and such and such and such and all of this and that. Men very very rarely get to a point to where they won't settle yeah I, my Men life are so usually, much easier if i just just settle down yeah give, give them a little give that's why it's called settling down yeah sure. but that's the I, what i or anyway what i was saying um men are we have been built up to be these like uber sexual all we want is sex all we all we crave is attention and blah 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 and ever pretty much negates all of that with his views and his thoughts and the way that he lives his life not that he's not you know a sexual person yeah. not that he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to yeah, feel I, wanted I, it's I more like fuck you i don't need you yeah it, it, exactly it's, and men have always been labeled as we needy. need a woman we need to have a woman in our lives to be great yeah there's that or big, to be validated behind, behind, every strong yeah. the, behind every good man is a strong woman there's all that has yeah, been all of that drilled into our head as kids yeah <clears throat> 
every strong man doesn't have to have a strong woman behind him. I can just be a strong man off of my own accord. She doesn't make me great. I make myself great, and she, she adds to it. She's adding yeah. to my greatness, yeah. but she's adding to my greatness because I'm allowing her to add to my greatness. I don't need her. The only thing I would need her for is to reproduce children. Anything yeah. else I can get by myself. Yeah, I, I mean, can get my money by myself. I can get my 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 my, my spot by myself. I can get my house by myself. I can get everything. I can clean my own house. I can cook my own food. Right. All of that shit I can do. The only thing that, like, in a very primal way, the only thing that men need women for, and vice versa, is for the reproduction of children. The only problem with that is that men were from prehistoric times, depending on what books you like to read. <laughs> what um, books you like to read? Um, we have been hardwired to be the providers the 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 risk takers the 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 strong one and women have always you know been preached the femininity part of it be the submissive be you know give him what he needs give him what he wants do this and he'll reward you this way or he'll buy you a nice house or he'll buy you a nice car and it's always been predicated on a man for women. You saying that and I'm over here thinking about how he just called them like women with breasts and I'm kind of seeing the point. Yeah. But he, I mean, you do it, this and he'll reward you this way. That's yeah. what you do to a child. I, but it's the truth. <laughs> I, I ain't just pull it out my ass. Women have been taught for most of their lives that a man is going to reward them somehow by being a loyal woman. We were never taught that women will reward us other than giving us children. And we don't even have to treat them nice to get children. We don't even have to be nice to them to get children. We just have to have sex with them once. Right. And bust. One time. Right. For women, for a very long time, they've always been taught you got to do X, Y, and Z for a man to keep him so you can have a better life. It's just the past, what, 15, 20 years that this whole resurgence of women in boardrooms and, you know, women starting their own businesses and being actually independent other than that fucking Destiny's Child shit they was talking about back in the 90s. Like, all of that shit really just came in, like, the past 15, 20 years. That hasn't always been a thing for women to just be independent and go out and get their own money and do their own shit and not need a man. That's I'm new. About how they t- how Destiny's Child was talking about I'm an independent woman, but then a couple songs later they talking about can you pay my bills? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 no, but they a survivor. <laughs> yeah. But then they want a soldier. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then they go cater to you. Very. But you the know. club is jumping, jumping. He's stupid. He's gonna go down their whole discography. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very contradictory. Yeah. But it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to take us into a tangent. Uh, there's a constant comedy sketch playing in my no, head all the time. They were just playing no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, in the club. But they want you to say their name. Yeah. <laughs> but only if you're around your other girl. <laughs> that was the whole premise of that song. Yeah. <laughs> if you ain't cheating, say um, my name. <laughs> I could say your name and still cheat on you. 
Who is that? Because well, <laughs> she understands. Someone, she know who you are. <laughs> so I can say your name and still have sex with her in 20 minutes. Yeah, she was waiting for me to get off the phone. With you. Right, right. after I say your name, she's going to be saying mine. Right. I'm going to beat. And she it won't say nothing is. in the background. Hell no, she ain't going to say nothing. She's a good she side piece. <laughs> That was that was the that was the golden era of side pieces when they shut the fuck up. Oh man, Ooh, we, we might have to talk about that. That was the golden era of side days? pieces. Oh god, these motherfuckers are answering your phone like, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he over here. Like, why are you snitching? Oh, yeah, yeah, fuck. But 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 also, it, it, they got rewarded for their silence. Yeah. The, the, nowadays, if, if you ain't like. Like Let's, I say, it sounds like tricking, but okay, I, I'll pay a little bill. I'm paying not the bill. I'm paying for you to shut the fuck up. Yeah, mm. and, and it, 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 it's she's benefiting too. You, you benefiting too. Yeah. You have more of an incentive to shut up. And yeah. while you getting this dick, you probably gonna get out of pocket. Yeah, yeah. But they getting out of pocket now because it ain't that ain't enough. One bill ain't enough no more. They want what she got. They don't. Yeah, she should have got yeah, you first. That's that's yeah. the that's the problem now. Back then, women back then, yeah, pay 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 a little bill here and there, drop off some dick when you need it. These women now, no, I want what she got. They want the entire bag. And if you ain't gonna give me what she got, don't come fuck with me. Cool. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> hey, that's relationships are purely transactional now. Yeah, it's, it's purely transactional. It's, what can you do for me? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, just. Hey, what do this, I get if I give you this? But, yeah. uh, I'll roll over on my back and let you play inside me <laughs> a couple times a week. The difference between this her nigga finds a new crazy way to say have sex every week. Man, I roll over on my back and let, let you, you climb, play inside of me. Climb up and <laughs> play inside of me a couple times a week. That, in exchange, you'll make sure I'm comfortable and secure and don't gotta. That sounds like the I'm letting you. F- I, I went back to when you said there, there's a difference between a woman who wants to fuck you and a woman yeah. who just let, let you fuck them. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. you said that, I went back to like she. It sounds like she's just letting you. Yeah. And that's that's that's, that's uh, how you get that starfish. Transactional. That's, that's one of those uh, the older older generation of things. Like more often than not, this generation ain't nobody really having sex with somebody they don't want to. Ain't too many. But old the old generation. Oh yeah, I'll let you have sex with me because I know that you're a provider and you're going to be able to take care of me for the rest of my life. Nowadays, nine times out of ten, if two people are having sex, they want to have sex with each other. It's not too much of that. I'm just going to let you have sex with me because I know that. Except Homie and Charlotte that play for the Charlotte Hornets. Y'all know who Brittany Renner is? Yes, I do. You know who Brittany Renner is? No. She's a idiot. IG vixen. Well, not oh, never mind. That, that's why I don't know her. I'm, I'm not on Instagram. I don't like even that. know if she's an IG vixen. I don't really know what the she's fuck she does. To be a, honest, she's a thought. She's a, a yeah. A, a she's thought. a she's a known thought. Yeah. Okay. So she uh, got I, pregnant. I think I heard that name. She got she pregnant by a basketball player. She got pregnant by a basketball player. They got married. Then she got pregnant. I don't know about them getting married. Like yeah, they married. I don't know if that's true. So two weeks. After she had the baby, she filed for divorce. And everything I know about Brittany Renner. She's got a history. Of trying to fuck niggas over. 
She looks manufactured. And she said it. Yeah. She said it. I'm trying to find a basketball guy to fuck over. Yeah, but she 30. He what, 20? 22. So. That's a brand nigga, new nigga. You can't compete with. She was involved with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, she did a Colin. Yeah, yeah she, she's, she's got a whole book out about her escapades, bruh. Oh, yeah. She's also, got a she the new Corinne Stevens. Uh, More or less. Yeah. Definitely less. Yeah. So. Corinne was respected. She might have wrote that tell all, but Corinne was respected in the industry. She was sucking everybody off, but she was at least respected. Don't nobody really fuck with Britney like that. Also, she's really the new Cat Stacks. Ah, that's yeah, a good one. That's, that's probably good. I forgot yeah. all about her. That's probably that's probably closer. But uh, I'm looking at her picture. She looks kind of manufactured, you, bro. He's young. He's 22 years old, and some fucking girl that he's been. You got to think these niggas. For one, anybody that's in the NBA, you didn't live. You might have grew up in the hood or whatever, whatever. But you've been getting next to national exposure since you've been 14, 15 years old. So you've been watching this girl. He's probably liked her for years now. Damn, she's going to give me a shot. I get the fuck Britney Renner. What? Oh, I get the Mary Britney Renner. I've been looking at this bitch on IG for years. Ew. But get to marry <laughs> Britney Renner. Wow. Get to. That, that's yeah. the part that threw you off, ain't it? Got get to. Yeah, like. Men if, marry who they want. <laughs> Motherfucker. But that's who he wanted to marry. Who, who I get to. to. Who had to hit the court every... She wasn't with you in shooting that. You weren't with me shooting in the, in the gym. gym. She don't do nothing. You had to work and... You know how hard it is to get to the NBA? Yeah. Man, only like, what, 10% of the people who... In the, in, Thank you. Like 10%? Brandon would know better than we are. We would. How, how yeah, much? It's, it's a very small percentage. To get the bag, he had to work hard. And All her, his life, he had to perfect bag. his skills as a child. I think it's less than ten percent. And she laid on her back and let him climb on top and spray her insides <laughs> with his so outside. <laughs> he touched you on the inside part. Yeah, yeah. He and boom, she got the bag. Damn, <laughs> the bag he worked hard for, and yeah. still got to work and hard it's for. About to give it away. That's what we men fuck up. Just if you want to have your fun, do it, but don't. Come on, man. Just wear a fucking condom. That's not 100% either. Just don't fuck that bitch. But easier said than done. But just don't, it just is. don't get her pregnant. Just yeah. Because, I mean, pause. A hard dick will get you in way more trouble than a soft one. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah. You get way more trouble. Yeah. Just... just. <laughs> but he, he he young and stupid and she knew it nobody older oh she knew exactly what she was doing how old is she she's 30 30 oh she prayed on him yeah yeah she, she knew was exactly she what she was, was doing to his games at, what was that at kentucky yeah when he was like 18 oh. yeah. Games and stuff. yeah she knew exactly what she so was he, doing he believed in that oh she likes me for me oh nigga yeah. no you, you thought it, it Brittany Renner her in liked a, you in a for kentucky you? shirt that's yeah, her. Uh, okay. Yeah, bro, she knew exactly what she like, and that's the that's the right word for it, Bobby. She prayed on that man. She prayed, yeah. She yeah, she, she, was, knew, she was scoping him out. She knew exactly that was predatory. Exactly what she was doing. She know he ain't really got no life experience for real. He ain't got no life experience. He's twenty two. He he barely started living. He just yeah. got out of his people's house. Like, yeah. come on, bro. He probably still on a rookie contract at twenty two. Man. Most likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At she 22? prayed on him. She she was looking yeah. for somebody to pounce and, on. And boom. 
bag secure for 18 years. You think he go play in the league for 18 years? Nah. Mm-hmm. He got to now. Yeah, okay. He 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 got to he he got to try to in order to keep up with that money, he going to have to try at least or he going to jail. Yeah. yeah. He he caught with the legalized extortion now. Yeah, cuz now he can't he can't even how do you fight it now? Yep. Yep. She 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 timed that perfectly. She prayed, plotted. She knew them eggs was about to dry up and be scrambled. And boom. I'm done. Don't wait on bro. Stupid. Bro. She was on her last egg. Boom. On her last egg. That's right. Waiting for the right one. And he, 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 there's a sucker born every day. Damn. For sure. Damn. I feel bad for homie. For sure. Subtastic. Yeah. So, um, I guess we can go into uh, subtopics. Do y'all have anybody that we can call, or are we gonna stick with me? Or do y'all have y'all talked to anybody? Go ahead, and make your call. Right? Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I reached. So y'all want to just do the one? I reached out to somebody. And we can keep it like that. Yeah. We can do one, one each time. All right. Cool. That's cool. I didn't think about that, but yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Let's see if she picks up. Oh shit! I gotta share mics again. It ain't gonna work. Four. Yep, four. Hello, this is Brandon from the Normal Convos Podcast. May I speak with Nicole, please? What's up, Brandon? Hey, Nicole. What's going on? Chilling. Say hi to the guys. What's up, fellas? Hey, Nicole. <laughs> what up, though? How y'all doing on this Labor Day? Uh, trying to make some money. Yeah, just not over really? there right now. Somebody's yeah, not over there. <laughs> Nobody's over there right now. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, I'm off on Mondays anyway, so. You don't even go back to work for a couple weeks. <laughs> so? <laughs> <laughs> so, Nicole, we have um, something that we do about every four or five weeks where um, we're actually, this is actually our first time doing it this way. We usually gather information on small businesses and we present it. Um, but we wanted to do it this way where we call the small business owner and we let you guys do your own promo. Um, so, uh, I guess you can go into you. You feel like you're done talking free, free advertising. (laughs) Yeah. Free advertising. Congratulations on being the first one. Yeah. So you are inaugural small business owner. Um, so really if you just, uh, Tell us the name of your business, what you guys do. Introduce yourself, too. And introduce yourself, of course. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, whenever you're ready. I am Nicole Pearson. I have the pleasure of being you guys' co-workers at our lovely uh, place of employment. Aww. However, <laughs> prior to me coming to that place of employment, I own and operated a medical transportation business. 
Um, I basically just transitioned from that business to work at the bus company. Hmm. And I found that um, with a few years of me being there that I was just still missing something. I wasn't totally satisfied in my career. Um, so I kind of did some research. Um, and basically, my research was based upon transit. Like, what is it that transit is missing? Like, I had a ton of different ideas. But it was like, what can I do now? So one of the ideas that I came up with was basically the job title that I have now is a street service advisor. And I'm like, I bet there's a ton of transportation services and companies that need um, transportation supervisors. Um, and I was thinking of maybe starting a contracting business where companies would outsource their supervision. Um, and that's basically how I came up with the idea um, of the business that I have now, which is drug testing. Um, it's kind of like taboo. Nobody likes drug testing. But pretty much anybody that works at some point, you're going to have to have a drug test. For sure. Um, yep. <laughs> so I was actually uh, out on a post accident one evening and we called the company that we normally call for, for work. Um, and the guy was just kind of telling me about the business. He was more or less kind of bragging about how much money he made as an employee. So that kind of sparked my interest. And I'm like, okay, so as an employee, if you're bragging how much money you're making, let me do a little research. Right. Um, so I did a little research. Um, but I kind of hit a brick wall because I didn't know anybody else in the industry. So it just so happened the next time I had a post-accident, the same uh, collector came from the same company. And I was just like, you know, hey, I've been researching this business. Uh, you know, can you give me some insight? And at that point, he kind of started backtracking with his information. It wasn't as, you know, you, you helpful. became competition. And, yeah, and it's not even his business. So that, I guess that was the kind of thing that surprised me. Uh, but he did kind of like pass along the business owner name to me. So, of course, you know, I did what most people do. You know, you call the person, hey, I'm interested in this business. You know, can you show me the ropes, you know? And it was kind of like, okay, well, I'll pass this information along to my husband. Of course, the husband never called um, but then when I met back up with the guy again for another drug test that he came to, he just kind of gave me the background of that particular company, and they were going turmoil. Um, but by that time, um, I had actually just posted it on Facebook, and it's ironic that you guys had wanted me to do this today because basically two days ago marked two years when I just made a random post on Facebook, hey, I'm looking for anybody that knows anything about you know drug and alcohol um, and one of my friends that I went to school with, he actually inboxed me like, hey, I work for a guy that does it. Um, let me see if he'll talk to you. Long story short, the guy did talk to me. Um, he was very helpful. He kind of pointed me in the right direction of where could I go to take a, a certification class. Um, also, where I could get some insurance from, business insurance. So once I completed this, the the certification the guy was like you know hey call me back you know we're we're not 24 7 but i got some business i can kick your way and i'm like you know that's awesome cool so i called the guy back hey i'm ready then he backpedaled on me 
Mm. Like, oh. well, actually, you know, your competition, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I'm just like, you know, okay. We don't want you to do a greater job than we're doing. Right. Because then you're going to steal <laughs> all of our clients. Yeah, so it's just kind of like I was, I felt like I was back at square one. But um, I ended up kind of trying to sign up for some networking events. And I went to my first networking event, which was post-COVID. It was like February of 2020. Um, okay. And Kroger's had this African-American Chamber networking event. Um, at the Kroger's downtown and I went and it was pretty helpful. They had like a couple companies, Messer, CVG, um, and a couple other companies and I did make some contacts. Um, none of those contacts panned out, but it helped me to basically, it, it motivated me, it propelled me to keep on digging. Um, as a business, I'm not where I want to be, but, but you're moving in the right direction. Yeah, moving in the right direction. The fact that we're still in this pandemic. Um, yep, you said it right. It's you know, it's it's sketchy. It's moving forward. Um, like I said, I'm not where I want to be, but you know, I'm motivated every single day that I go to work, and I'll be like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I'll be like, all right, I I really got to get on, you know, get on it. I don't ever really plan on leaving my full time job. But I, I do want to create and develop and build my business so that, you know, it can be ran on a full-time scale. Um, so essentially what we do is just alcohol and drug testing, whether it's pre-employment, a random, post-accident, a uh, follow-up, reasonable suspicion, that's what we do. So we generally get calls from transportation companies or even factories, hey, I suspect that my employee has been drinking on the job. Can you guys come and conduct a breathalyzer? Um, oh, so I you, so you do mobile, mobile drug testing and alcohol testing? So it's mobile, I'm sorry, and I, I didn't tell my business name, it's on-the-go mobile drug and alcohol testing. Mm. However, it's, it's the mobile part kind of confuses people because mobile makes it seem like, you know, we have this, uh, mobile home with the bathroom and boom, boom, boom. Yeah. More or less, we're on site. We're on site, so we come on site to the job site, to the job company, wherever the job is located that, that the employer wants us to come. So, like if I go to a construction site, generally they have some type of bathroom, some kind of trailer set up, and, you know, we'll go with there. Like I have a couple truckers that do call me, um, and they have like a, what, what would be like a standard, trucking operation is usually some little uh aluminum building that's not the greatest but you know they got a bathroom so right. that's you know that's pretty much all we need you know i've done post accidents where i've met truckers at love's gas station on the highway um and it works out so you know pretty much the name speaks for itself we're on the go we'll go wherever uh, we're on site so, you, you know, we, we go there. One of the things I am working on is actually converting, trying to find a RV and converting that RV to um, our mobile mm. drug testing unit. Um, that would be dope. That there's would be a lot of money dope. in drug testing. <laughs> there's a lot of money. I, I, I wasn't really aware of how much money I, that was in drug testing. I actually was talking to a consultant last weekend. She's on um, this drug. It's like a... I don't have the right acronyms for it, but it's basically an alcohol and drug testing uh, national 
uh, panel that they have. But she's on that panel. And she was just saying, like, you know, there's a company that makes, that does about 40,000 Akon drug tests a month. Damn, that's a lot. Well, so that's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a whole lot. A um, and I'm, I'm not, like, I can go a week without having a call. Then I can, that second or third week, I can have two and three calls. Um, so I'm not busy to where, you know, I can sustain this full time, but I will be. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna Nicole, how long have you been doing this be. so far? Um, this is my, uh, one, a year and a half, a year and a half. So I, I literally did the LLC paperwork January 1st, 2020. Okay. So you're okay. still like relatively new, like very new. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. so you're the definition of a small business. Yeah. So you say yeah. you ain't where you yeah. want to be yet, but you know, you just starting out. So you will get there, you know, just give us some time. First of yeah. all, congratulations. Yeah, for on, sure, congratulations. On, I don't know if you can hear this, but we're going to give you some applause real quick. <laughs> Thank you. That's, uh, that's, that's definitely, uh, that, that's big, especially, you know, for the African-American community. You know, we're, we were never taught about entrepreneurship. So, you know, when, when we do our small businesses, um, we like to focus more on African-Americans, but we kind of open the door up for everybody uh, because I feel like everybody needs that exposure. Yeah. Small business. Yeah. But uh, we do. yeah, we, we definitely when we see our people breaking out of the norm and, you know, going out there, especially in uncharted territories like, you know, just yeah. as well as any of us in the African-American community, when we start talking about drug testing. You know, that's oh, something. That, yeah, that's something. Oh, uh, you the boy, you the boy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because anytime I I post a post about it on Facebook, so there's always somebody commenting like, "Oh, you the biz, you the boy." Yeah. And I, you know, I know it's you know I laugh at it because it's like I know they're all joking, but I actually did do like a Facebook advertisement, and it was like absolutely, I'm not gonna say nuts, but it was like a lot of BS feedback and yeah it was yeah. mainly from the caucasian community We've seen and it was too. like you know yeah. oh this is this is a violation of rights and blah 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 and i you know i kind of chuckled and laughed and i just was like you know wow everybody knows that pretty much you know drug testing is, is nothing new it's right? not and, yeah. even, and, if and a, even if a company what, even what, if a company only tests you for pre-employment you know, yeah, that's still something that happens. That's to get like ninety nine percent of jobs test you pre employment. Yeah, there's not too many jobs that aren't at least testing you to get the job. Right to get in the door. Now, what they do afterwards, I mean, that's on them. But just about yeah, everybody it, it tests is, you to get in the door. And it's like we're, I guess, kind of other businesses are discovering me now because they're looking like, okay, well we have to do quarterly testing and we're looking for a company or, you know, once a year we test 10% of our employees. Um, so, you know, it also looks good for a company with their insurance to say, Hey, we do random drug testing. Therefore they can get some type of discount, uh, for their insurance as well. So there's a, a ton of different reasons other than wanting, wanting to have a drug free and safe workplace that employers do drug testing. Correct. 
and yeah, back on your uh your your Facebook your Facebook advertising. So we've done that twice now, and our results were pretty much the same. Yeah, uh, people, it was a lot of negative feedback. Put dog shit on our posts. Yeah, all types of shit. It, it was a lot of the, pig, the boys, the pigs, and shit. Yeah, and it was a, it was a lot of that of you know this is infringing on my rights. How dare you pay pay Facebook to put this on my timeline and deleting this garbage over and over yeah and the only thing i could think of is do you not scroll through facebook because every link that you tap for the most part is a sponsored post Mm. right like they're checking on that what is it the algorithm algorithm yeah like all they do is put stuff as a sponsored post and then so you know just like we do when you schedule your posts you can put in the out you can put your out al- your own algorithm in like i wanted to reach people that are between the ages of 30 and 40 or i want to i wanted to reach people that are in this area expertise or are this people or they like this thing or you know it's, it's very it's it's just weird that we see sponsored posts all the time yeah <laughs> like you see sponsored posts all the times and if you read the comments it's not usually that type of thing but being a small business and starting out they think everything is spam right yeah yeah i mean it, it does seem seem kind of strange and like and, and i didn't get to say but one of the reasons why i did definitely go into the drug testing versus like having my own company where we subcontract out supervisors was because this was the cheaper route okay. um I was able to do, uh, it's a collections class, um, and there is a BAT, uh, which is a breathalyzer class. So basically the only thing I had to do was buy a breathalyzer. That was the most expensive ticket. Um, and then I, I took the you know, certification classes, and basically within eight hours, I was set to do business. Mm. So it was rather simple. I didn't have to buy, you know, I got to buy this. $10,000 truck or $15,000 truck or I got to do this and I got to do that. I got to have an office. I, I basically just work from home um, just because it's a lot cheaper for me. Do I plan on getting an office soon? Yeah, I do. And I actually want to get an office and have a, a nice restroom so if people don't want me to come on site, I can, you know, take, you know, come in you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's so much more convenient for me to come to people. Yeah. And it's, it's really excellent for the, the truckers because they're always in that town. So if they could find somebody that says, hey, you know, I got a trucker that's going to be here in Middletown for one hour. Can you meet them? And I do find that a lot. Um, and it, it works out perfectly. I just need to get this out to the masses uh, so that, you know, things can, can really pick up like just for the little small circle that I'm in that like you know I I deal with uh, let me see my we made a contact with um, an Indian trucking uh, group company okay. and I guess they kind of like kicked my name around to some of their other you know friends in their network so I have like a lot of Indians that call me um, I've had some Koreans that call um, some Hispanics so, um, I do a lot of business with other minority uh, businesses, which yeah. is awesome. And it's like I'm trying to like really dig into um, 
getting with more minority businesses, not saying that I don't want to do business with, you know, anybody else. It just so happens this way. You know, they're kind of, I don't want to say desperate, but a lot of times they're under, they don't get they're under, help that they're, they're underserved. Yeah. yeah We've they don't always get the been underserved. Here, so. so somebody will tell them and then, you know, they'll call me and I'll try to kind of help them navigate, um, you know, and get them what they need. But yeah. So that, I just wanted to kind of add that about the business. It, it, I, you know, I was definitely looking for something where I didn't have to have a lot of startup money. Yeah. And I mean, as you grow, you could always add the um, maybe not uh, directly like the supervisor role, but you could also you could always add um, just a driver to meet someone to bring them to you. And that could be part of the price. Yeah. Like, hey, I'll send somebody to come get you to bring you to the office. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of like one of my my ideas. I'm like, you know, the role that I do for, for the company we work for, I was like, it's kind of crazy that I would spend so much hour, so many hours during the day to get one person to take them on a random. Yeah. And I figured out, like, I could cut this time in half for another company if we did it this way. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, well, why don't you present this, you know, idea to the company you work for and i laugh because, because they're not like, going to well, pay me for my idea <laughs> it's like for one I, I work for them you know so they're they they can't hire me as a subcontractor because i work for them right and then i would have to quit and then hope that they would hire and, me and, yeah and, and and there's no guarantee that they would you know hire me as a subcontractor you know you would have to it would, it would be a whole i would have to go through a whole bidding process anyhow right but you know that was kind of like one of the cool things I was just like, man, you know, how, how can I do my role better where I'm at? And I, you know, I had a, a ton of ideas, but you know, we all work at the same place. We know that those ideas, you know, they don't go anywhere. They go in one ear and out the other. Yeah. So I took that idea and turned it into a business. Yeah. And that's, 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 uh, What's funny is that's pretty much how we started, too. Um, and it wasn't necessarily an idea for our job or anything. But, you know, when me and Everett uh, first started talking about starting the podcast, it was a lot of um, really the defining moment is me and Everett both got off super late. I want to say it was like 11, 1130, maybe midnight. And we sat up at BH for about an hour <laughs> just talking to each other, just like having a conversation. And a normal conversation. Yeah. And we didn't even really realize how long we had been sitting there. And by the time we got done talking, I'm like, damn, dude, it's almost, you know, it's almost two o'clock in the morning. Like, we need to get home. We got to come back to work tomorrow. And then, like, a couple of days later, we just kind of text each other and was like, dude, what, what do you think about starting a podcast? Like, we just sat and talked about nothing for an hour. Like, that's an episode. And it just kind of grew from there. And I think um, with all of us, we could really kind of uh, not sympathize, but relate to what you're saying about being at the job and starting to have ideas and yep. right. realizing, like, look, like, this I could give them this idea, but one, they're not going to value my opinion because I'm just a lowly employee. And then two, if this idea does work for them, they're not going to give me the credit. They're not going to give me right. the 
any kickback I'm on it. I'm not going to get it right. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I'll take it for myself and see how it pans out. And, right. you know, in another five, six years, I might not even need them anymore. Might not. And might not. It's just crazy to see, you know, where our community is now versus how it was when I, when we were coming up. Yeah. To see everybody well, having I, these ideas. I can remember when I first started my first business and my, my parents were like, are you sure you want to do this? You know, that's a big risk. I don't know if it's going to work. And I don't think they were trying to be pessimistic or negative. I just think they came from the generation where they were so dependent on a job. Yeah. They didn't have the and, tools you know, to like, work for themselves. Yeah. And the, the, the know-how. I mean, and not even like they didn't have like that, you know, a push of entrepreneurship. Like I can remember being at UC and I took a, a African-American entrepreneurship class. Uh, we had an awesome instructor by the name of Jim Kleeman. The African-American chamber building is named after him. And he was so influential on, on my, um, my, my learning and my teaching that I ended up taking another class with him that he had through, it wasn't through the Urban League, it was like another uh, program, but he did like a, he did like a six-week entrepreneurship uh, workshop. Uh, so it was, it was awesome to be able to grow up in an era where we actually had people engaging and, and, and putting ideas in our head so that we can think of something so we can have an alternative to just working for somebody. Nothing's wrong with working for some, somebody. Nothing Because everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur, period. Right, right, right. Because, you know, it, it, you're going to put in 60 hours for yourself just you would working anywhere else. But, I mean, it, it, it was just that push. It was that, you know, you, you know, you can do it. And I've always kind of been the person to where I've, I, I've always had that leader personality. So... I've always wanted to kind of be out on my own. Like, yeah, I, I would work for someone, but it would only work for so long. Right, <laughs> so right. it was like, you know, it, it was like, Everybody it was, it was natural. No, nah, I mean, so it was natural for me. So it was just like, you know, cool. And that was like, when, when I was a, a manager, that was like one of the things that I wanted to do was like have um, entrepreneurship workshops because there's so much talent where we work at yeah and it's like you know don't be afraid of your employees leaving a good manager wants to make their employees better yeah not keep them stagnant um and that's not the business and plan it's something that job. i still kind of want to do mm. like have uh you know a small business or entrepreneurship workshop where you know if somebody's interested hey you know let's go to this workshop to see you know what we would need you know how to get an llc uh, to do some, you know, you know, get with other people, do some brainstorming. Yeah. But, you know, that's a great idea. Um, a lot of work. Uh, I'll talk with the guys for sure. Out, off mic, of course. But uh, <laughs> I might be interested in uh, doing that with you. Because there are a lot Definitely. of people. There are a yeah. lot of people at that job that have talent and that have drive and don't know where to put it. it. It is even even if the even if once a year or every every six months the company had a like you know a, I don't want to say not a talent show but where people could display their talents like there's somebody that does knitting in the club room yeah um so she could just you know she could sell 
like a like a swap meter. Uh, what are what do they call these things now? You know where oh, uh, oh pop up shops. Yeah, you know, the pop up shops. Shop, yeah, you know at the job. You know there's people that cook. Hey, you know I'll be cooking X, Y, and Z at the pop up shop. So there's so much talent. Yeah. Yeah, that that's. <laughs> but that's for good companies though. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> And they're not a bad company. Exactly they're right. just they're just stuck in their ways, and they don't really value change. That's that's a more accurate way to put it. It's, they just don't value change. It's the nineties. It's the nineties. There. It's yeah, 90s. they they're they're not open to changing anything that they've done over the past fifty years. It's the only thing they're willing they're not, to change I mean, is the vehicles. <laughs> and I think that's what drives like our generation nuts is that, you know, we want a certain amount of change, and when you can't get that change, you're going to either leave, you're going to start your own stuff, or you're just going to be a crappy employee. And yeah. it's like, you know, why, you know, that, why not? Why not change? I mean, you know, that that was like, I knew that I couldn't make the change that I needed to be satisfied there, and I just started, like, brainstorming. I had, like, you know, so many different ideas. Like I said, I had to zone in on what I could do at the time. Yeah, I get it. It's like even, even with this business, I can I can have a TPA, which is a I could be a third party administrator to a trucking company, and I basically handle all of their paperwork, and I could tie that in with the drug testing because that's one of the things that the TPAs take care of is they take care of their drug testing. So it's this is just kind of like the gateway. This is you so know that's this like is, the that's like the, the parent that's like the parent company. And yeah. everything else can be up under it. Yeah to be up under it so yeah i like that yeah, it's a lot to do. yeah i've been doing a lot of research on uh dbas recently the mm -hmm. uh doing business ass i've been doing a lot of research on that lately trying to figure out where we can go uh as far as monetizing where we at uh because obviously you you know with us recording everything's going to come off of people that listen right so right. i've been trying to you know, rack my brain lately on what we can do business as to kind of, you know, grow our brand. So, yeah, I, I'm 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 pretty much <laughs> we pretty much right there where you are trying to figure out what the next step is, because we've got this pretty much down pat. Like we're not professionals, but we're at least comfortable doing this on a weekly basis. Now we need to start branching out and figuring out where we fit. So, right. yeah, we're getting there. Hats out to you fellas yeah. for, you know, just taking that leap of faith and, and going after it. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you, Nicole. Um, if you could say um, your, your business name one more time and then any of your socials, if you have them, phone number to reach you at. It is on the go mobile drug and alcohol testing. Uh, our website is on the go mobile LLC dot com and I can be reached at five one three three zero one eight two two two. All right. Well we appreciate you we appreciate you taking our call. Definitely, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I don't know if y'all don't want to talk about lesbianism or what. He's talking about, <laughs> hey, you want to talk about your business? I love, hey, wow. I love Oh, we can, we can, <laughs> we can, 
We can do that for the next episode. I wanted to get your I wanted to get your business out there first. We can get to the funnies next episode. I know because y'all love y'all are y'all are hilarious. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> Thank you. That is the whole plan. <laughs> well, if um, I don't know if uh, I know everybody said it on Facebook, but I'll go ahead and say it to you, uh, your metaphorical face. <laughs> metaphorical face. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Congratulations on your marriage. Thank you. Oh, yeah, Those definitely. pictures were great. Definitely. Y'all, yeah, congratulations. Y'all look great. Thank you. Thank you. And I love it. you both. Yes, yes. Much love back. But thank you. Thank you guys for having me on the show. And I look forward to you guys having some some other entrepreneurs on because, you know, I'm listening and I, I, I would love to just help out where I can. Oh yeah, for sure. Now that we now that we got our phone call thing down, this will probably be uh I don't know if it'll be a every episode thing, but this will be happening more often than not. For sure. Yeah. Especially be able to put everybody else on and, you know, let people let people speak about their own business and be proud of what they're doing instead of us cuz there's no way I'll go ahead and tell you there's no way we would have been able to convey that the way that you did cuz you have exactly. the passion. Exactly. That's for why it. we wanted to do right. it this way. Yeah. You have the passion. Thank you. I, I see Ever doing his thing with the uh, with the scalp transplant. Yeah, <laughs> uh, scalp micropigmentation. <laughs> <laughs> Push nah, shit you forward. Know, when, I, when I saw you doing that, when I saw that you were doing that, I was like so happy. Like I smiled so big. I was like, man, I am happy that people are getting out of their comfort zone and doing, you know, what they want to do, what they love to do. You know, they they have a drive behind them, and yeah. that's what's up. What what better. What better way to celebrate Labor Day is talk about entrepreneurship. Exactly. Yeah, just to let you know, you were one of the people that inspired me and gave me the courage to go ahead and do it. Because I, I think I talked to you first yeah. about it before anybody. That's what's up. Oh, I yeah. know you were. You were uh, when you came to get me for a random. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See. See. God Man, damn. listen. I love those random conversations. It's like taxi cab confessions. So I love picking up people and talking to them when I. You know, I do have to do that, but I'm I'm definitely so happy, and I wish you much success. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Like, oh, yeah. and I hope Likewise, you know, yeah. men don't be too shameful to get it done because you know, I mean, everything's getting done at this point. So, oh, pretty yeah. much, might as well, much. you know, build the confidence in yourself. It's all right. I'm going to get two or three inches. I'm going to see Doctor Miami. I'm going to see Doctor Miami. Oh, oh God! <laughs> Thank you so much, Nicole. No, 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 real no, quick. no, We're not doing no more pauses. No, but like real shit. And um, I there's probably only uh, total, including y'all two. There's probably only four people, including Nicole, that know this story. But Nicole fought for my job a couple years back. And every time, like, I fuck with her on a whole different level now. Like, oh, yeah, Nicole, one of the cool ones. Yeah, like, oh, for sure. On a whole different level. Y'all making me blush over here. (laughs) You know, I fuck with you. (laughs) I got me blushing over here. I know. I mean, you just had to save my ass the other day, Brandon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, and that 51 was easy, too. That was quick and easy. For good money, they were trying to send you home. Nah, yeah. you got something out here. What? Give me some money. But well, nah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I want to inspire. I want everybody to be great. If, if, if I, anybody got any questions, definitely run them my way. It don't have to be about this business. It could be about any business. I'm, I, 
I don't, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm a master at this, that, and the third, but, you know, I might like to point you in the right direction to someone else that is. Oh, yeah. Well, don't worry. I'll, I'll probably be seeing you tomorrow at work and because uh, we need to talk about business insurance. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Hey, Nicole, one question. How long did, were you doing the medical transport thing? I did it for full-time. I did it for like eight and a half years. So when I came to Metro uh, in 15, I was still trying to do it, but I hired someone to do it. And then it probably lasted maybe maybe another three or four months. And I just said, you know, forget it because it was just a lot to juggle with me trying to work, me trying to, you know, make sure everything was straight on that side. Um, the medical transportation business drastically changed. Okay. So when it changed and then we had a pretty good contract with a subsidiary of TriHealth. Um, and when they closed their doors, uh, Medicaid changed. It was just kind of like, all right, it's time to change direction. So one of the great things that we did as a business, um, it wasn't just me, it was two other partners, um, but they uh, basically transitioned into MRDD home care. Um, and I did that for roughly about a year. Um, it just wasn't my thing, honestly. I've never really been interested in the whole CNA type work, um, but I, I love driving, so that's why I kind of, you know, was really passionate about the medical transportation, but I just wasn't really as passionate about the the, um, the home care, but I will say that that business is still up and running uh, up to this very moment. Uh, so we were able to transition that to something else. But uh, yeah, I did that for about what did I say, eight and a half years, eight and a half years full time. Okay, okay, okay. So, so you, but do. It was, I mean, it was time for so it was time for me her. to make that transition because I I had. I, we started that when I was like 25. So I was fairly, you know, I was younger. Um, didn't really, I don't want to say need health insurance or need the benefits. But when I came to the job where we're at now, it was like, wow, I don't have to trip about health insurance. I don't have to trip about insurance. You know, I don't have to trip about other benefits. And it was just like, you know, those were the things that I really was missing. And I kind of kicked myself because I was like, man, I wish I had came here sooner and just kind of like, you know, hire some drivers, some other drivers, and, and just went from there. Uh, but everything happened for a reason. Yeah. And now look where you're at. So, yeah. it worked out. Yeah. And that, you got about 10 years of running a business. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She got some experience. We need to get on a call with her soon. Yeah. Well, yeah. Again, we appreciate you. Um I don't know how often the guys see you, but I see you almost every day. So I'll see you in a minute. Yeah, I'll be around. <laughs> I'll be around in the parking lot. <laughs> for sure. Well. So all right. Well, y'all, y'all enjoy y'all Monday, and thanks again for having me on. Yes, man. All right, all right Nicole. Thank you all for right. your time. Peace out. All right, You're have welcome. A good bye. All right, bye bye. Normal convos pod. <clears throat> that was dope. Yeah, that was dope. Well, shout out to Nicole again. For sure. Thank you, Nicole. For sure. For, for sure. that information. Um, I'm tripping. My bad. Thank you, Nicole, for that information. Thanks, Mama B, for being a guest. This is a good one. This is a good one. It I was. really enjoyed this. It's a long one, too. <laughs>
Yeah, we tap it on about. Yeah, we damn four. near four hours. <laughs> Damn, so we gonna get the fuck out of here. Um, uh, normal convos, Brandon. No, normal convos brew on Facebook. I green underscore x a g on Instagram. Normal convos brew without the vowels. N r m l c n v s underscore brew on Twitter. Um, pod stuff is on the link tree. Hit us up. Check out our brand new uh, website, normalconvospod.com. There you will find in our contact, I think, department. Um, leave your name, number, and name, number, and uh, give us a message. Uh, if anybody would like to be featured on an episode, uh, even if it's for five, ten minutes, uh, if anybody has any questions, any Pro- comments, um, for our next uh small business we can shout you out if you don't feel comfortable you know being on the phone and talk about it yourself give us the accurate detail uh, about your business your name your business what you do um uh contact information socials anything like that uh we'll put that in there um hate mail love mail stories questions comments anything like that uh, normalconvospod.com You can find me Everett Walker on Facebook. <laughs> Everett Walker on the Facebook. Uh, Instagram, that guy underscore Everett. Bobby. Oh. Um, my bad. <laughs> uh, normal Convos Bobby on Facebook. Uh, normal underscore Convos underscore Bobby on Instagram. At Bobby Convos on Twitter. Uh, Aries the guy 327 on TikTok. Alright. For me, every conversation is normal. Why do I fuck that up every other week? Every conversation that's normal is not a normal conversation. Education is elevation. When the facts change, I reserve the right to change my mind. Which one am I missing other than no one wants? I'm missing one. Success is a mind state. Success is a mind state. <laughs> Failure is just as much as a mind state as success. And no one wants what no one wants. Self-improvement is the key. Say it every time. Self-improvement is the key. Those that say you can't or you won't are just scared of the fact that you will. Um, anime and video games are life. Shout out to my kings and queens out there. Keep striving to be excellent because we already are. So keep doing what y'all do so that you can pass the um, wealth on to the next generation and pass it among ourselves. Uh, Shout out to the um, fans, listeners, and supporters. Supporters, Uh, We love y'all and thank y'all for y'all support. Let's also not forget. Could you like shut up and give us the money? (laughs) Brisky88. Praise to God. No, nope. no, Bobby Drake, Bobby Drake, three two seven, Everett five one three, on Cash App. Y'all enjoy y'all Monday. Shit, I'm fucking up everything. Y'all enjoy We've been y'all here Wednesday. Almost four hours. Y'all enjoy y'all Hump Day. Y'all enjoy. I hope y'all enjoyed y'all Labor Day. Um, this almost four hour pod was <laughs> one of very little because we haven't seen each other <laughs> in nine days. 
and <laughs> we're recording on our old record day so yeah i think we we, we kind of needed this it's been a while since we've been able to chop it up and actually kick it for a full you know what i'm saying amount of time um uh, but yeah we're gonna send y'all out how we always do so y'all be good we holla Pull some money up. My father is back. Shout out to my kings all in your butt. He's trying to be excellent. Keep putting his tongue all in your butt. 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 Expansion leads to exposure, and exposure leads to growth. You know what I mean? Normal convos pie. Mm-hmm.